I'm Trevor. This is Fixie's Playground. Uh, it's February 17th, and it is cold as balls. Um, here in Louisiana, we are not a northern state, so we do not know how to handle snow or ice or anything really sustainingly cold for a long period of time. And within the last couple days, we've had a couple inches of snow. And then ice. And then now it's kind of like a rainy, dreary, icy hell. Yeah. Where it's like 30-something degrees. It's that bullshit slushy weather. It's that bullshit slushy weather that I have not experienced since I lived in New Jersey. Yeah. Where it would snow like three and a half feet during the winter. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luckily, I don't have a shovel to shovel snow. And there wasn't really enough to shovel anyway. But, right, right. Uh, anyway, this is officially episode five. Uh, guest, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, hi, I'm um, Ricky Prejean, the Boyka Boy, the cosmically indifferent pal and confidant of the nightclub podcast that our gracious host has so lovingly been referring you people to. Yes, y'all have heard of this every episode. You're going to keep hearing of it. <laughs> Pretty much every episode. I mean, this episode, you get to hear it from one of the people in the coven, which is Ricky. Word. And so I don't have to say it, but he will. And I'll have him say it again later, so y'all remember. Um, since we're plugging, I'll go ahead and plug. I am now part of another podcast called the Building Bridges Podcast. It's more of a political discussion. Okay. And it's literally just about building bridges. Um not being angry assholes at each other and having, you know, meaningful and respectful discussions. Y'all check that out on Twitch. Y'all check it out on YouTube. They need more followers so they can get, um, I, I forget what it's called right now, but it's, it's important. Y'all go follow them. It would be very helpful to them. And I would appreciate it because now that I'm part of them, it'd be helpful to me too. Um, yeah, civility and discussion is important people. Yes, especially yeah. in this day and age. Definitely. Uh, with the nightclub, um, we'll go ahead and plug Joe Blow Horror Show. Yeah, buddy. And my boy. Yeah. Boss Tuna. Yeah, and finally, finally got to talk to that cat. Finally. Which that's that's coming up soon. So. I'm yeah. excited. I just want y'all to release everything. Uh, Joe Blow released an episode yesterday, yesterday. day before, yeah. and it was on Cube. Yep, I was and I was listening to it on the way I, here. I, I listened to it earlier. I enjoyed it. It was uh, good. One. But um, besides for that, I am still working with Kenneth Kidder on Tortured Earth. We've recorded a couple couple hours of audio, and hopefully he'll be releasing his podcast soon. So y'all stay tuned for that. I will let y'all know as soon as it's out. Trust please, me. Please do. You too. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. We we had fun. There's some technical issues. We need to clean up but it's getting there and i can't wait i, I play a, a deer like character nice yes you're it's one called, of the, I, the alorn yeah. yeah yeah they're cool looking. yes and uh i i enjoy it so far i can't um, remember what they're called but i had a uh, cockroach dude and he was yeah. like a gunslinger and yeah. like a smuggler and stuff oh man it's so much fun yeah it's he so was much fun he was like a he was actually a uh a smuggler and a um slave trader Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, he okay, was, I got you. He was a real piece of shit. Well. But he was fun. Yeah, mine's... He was a bad guy. My guy's, I guess, good. I guess 
Uh, he's he's young and uh, not as world weary. Yeah. And he's afraid of females. <laughs> well, I say afraid. He's in his culture um, to to get a mate because um, they're they're like basically polygamous. So right. they'll have multiple partners, or like you'll join a harem of of someone else's, or you'll steal from someone else's harem. But you have to. You can't talk to them directly. You have to go through like another female in their harem. So wow. the males don't directly approach the females. Oh snap! Uh, so because of that, he's off-puttish and doesn't talk to women and avoids them. <laughs> so it's fun to, to role play, you know. Right, uh, right. It gives it gives him a little something fun to to keep track of. Definitely. Um, That's what it's about, bro. Oh hey, I love I love role playing games. Me I, too. Uh, I can play. Always have. I have played them for hours and and days and and years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have like a year's worth of playing time on World of Warcraft before I quit. Right. Like I played for seven or eight years, but I have a year's worth of playing time. Play time. Like yeah. 365 days. <laughs> Just think about that. In no, case, I'm... if you're wondering if you're addicted to something, which I don't know if I was addicted because I still play, but right. like back then it was literally just go to work and then I don't have kids. I'm not right. married. So right, it's just right. like, let me hop on WoW and do raids until four in the morning. Four, right. Oh, I'm off tomorrow? Well, fuck, let's make that seven in the morning. I'll get like a quick nap and then I gotta start farming shit. So do that all day long. You know? Right, right. Um, whereas now I have a hard time finding time just to play a little bit of Call of Duty every once in a while. Back when uh, in like middle school and stuff, mm-hmm. I was and some high school too. I was on uh, Ultima Online and EverQuest, mm-hmm. and I put I put uh, so much time into those, man. Man, I've heard. And then WoW came out, and I, I think. See, I, I hear a lot of people talk about like their WoW experience, like you just did, and I think maybe I just had that experience with EverQuest, EverQuest right? in yeah. particular. Well, you know, I got to a point where I was like, okay, like. Just kind of feels pointless to just be on it all the time, and I just kind of got I, tired um, of it. You know, like outgrew it in, in a sense. My, like my problem was was when I quit, they started rolling out um, like you can you can buy max level characters. Oh, like snap. because what was happening was is you had like a black market where yeah you know you you. you hook up with some shady people and they would they would like put a bot on your your care account right and level it for you while you were at work or whatever so you come home and like you have a max level character or the same thing with gold like you remember peron right yeah jeremy peron yeah i don't know if i should say his name shit i already said it i think he'll be all right i mean i'm facebook friends with him i I don't know like yeah um. Yeah. I, I don't. Let's. I don't let's, have any bad blood with him. So let's let's not incriminate him then. <laughs> but let's. We'll just say he played a lot of while. We'll just say he played a lot okay. of out a lot of while, and it and it was lucrative for him. Okay. Well, that's and that's fine. Um. Yeah. So or like like that, like farming gold and then selling it for for actual cash. Um, right. So I mean, while while eventually got smart with it, it's like okay, well instead of banning people. Let's just allow them to do it in game, and they can pay us instead of pay some random person. So, right. or what they would do is, is if you buy this edition of WoW, you'll get a free like level fifty character. So not right. max, but like I remember like when they 
when they released the whatever expansion it was that had the Death Knight class. Yeah. Didn't, didn't oh, yeah. that with yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you get a Death Knight, and Death Knights would start at level, I think it was 68. Yeah. Because your max level, well, it might have been 58, because your max level was either 70 or 80. I had already quit long before. Yeah, that was, but, that was but, uh, World of Warcraft Lich King. That was probably yeah. my favorite uh, expansion that they dropped. The The lore was awesome. But, when when my kids were playing it, I was like, what? You started at, at what? Yeah. I was well, like, that's crazy. The, the problem with that is when you're doing raids yeah. or dungeons, you, you need to do it with people that know what they're doing. Right, and right. And when, when you're handing out, like, free max level characters <laughs> that have shitty gear. Right. Um, <laughs> or they just got gear, right, right, and then they go run a dungeon and they never run a dungeon before, and, and it's their third. They've been yeah, playing for yeah. three days, yeah, and yeah. Now and and you keep wiping <laughs> because like they keep running into the the green splashy shit that kills you right. repeatedly. They keep they keep Leroy <sighs> Jenkins yeah, exactly. things up exactly. <laughs> um, but that wasn't even like the worst. It was just um they had a bad habit of retooling. Your, your talent trees, like every expansion. Yeah. So I started out as a, a, a Destro Warlock, the Destruction Warlock, mm-hmm. and that wasn't even the main, uh, like the highest DPS, because it's a DPS role. Um, and that wasn't even the highest that, you know, because I think back then it was a um, well, Affliction Warlock, I think was was the highest DPS. And they would normally rotate them, but... I don't know. I level. I max level the warlock, and I just kind of got tired of it. It wasn't for me, you know. Right. Like I liked playing either Destro or playing uh uh demolition warlock, where you have like demons. Mm-hmm. Like, de- de- oh demonology yeah, the, the demonology. Yeah. yeah, I liked having that, but even then, those weren't high right. DPS. So I started leveling up a paladin, and I wanted to be a tank, but then I got into healing, so I just started healing. And I was good at healing. Like I'd run the raids as a as a pally healer. Okay. Um, and their main their main job was to keep the actual tank alive. Right, right. You know, now you would do burst heals on maybe three or four other people, but you had like a beacon of light that you could put on one character, and whatever beacon was on the character, if you would heal anybody else in your party, um, it would give fifty percent back to the tank. Right. So you would, you know, essentially heal someone else and 50 of that would go to the tank and then you're just trying to keep every, you know, it's a lot of juggling, but I was good at it. Uh, I could run all the major raids and, and, and stuff like that. And then they completely just fucked it. The next expansion, <laughs> it, was, it was just like, they changed everything. I was just like, fuck this. Right. Um, had, that coupled had, with. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Yeah. That coupled with. Like the pay to play stuff, yeah. and I was I just can't handle it anymore. And then at that time, I just I no longer had the time. Uh, yeah, because it's World of Warcraft's the kind of game you have to put time into to be right. good at. And other stuff starts taking priority, and and I think that just like I tried, like I tried mm-hmm. to get that into WoW, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it because I had too much going on. And I think, like you said, you already had EverQuest, so Dude. you already kind of experienced. Like I heard stories. <laughs> When I lived in New Jersey, I heard stories of EverQuest and um, Dude. like people going on suicide watch because right. their character got like deleted and they yeah. were just like distraught. Which I don't I don't blame them, but at right. the same time it's just kinda like fuck. Right, uh, right. If you're that invested in the game, yeah, maybe you need to take a break. 
I, I would definitely say so. And I never got that invested. Um, but I did have a lot of, I wouldn't say high level characters. I had a lot of decently leveled characters mm -hmm. and stuff and a little repertoire with the other players in the areas that I would hang out with. One fun thing about me is no matter where, no matter what character I made, I would always kind of go to the same place, which was like the wood elf capital, like mm -hmm. where they would start off at. Mm -hmm. So like I would drag my fucking dark elves all the way across the continent to go to this <laughs> town, to this, to this town where the guards and merchants would attack me on site. Yep. yep. And I would just, I just wanted to be there. <laughs> so I, I would just do that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And eventually, if you do quests with the, um, you know, you you do quests with the uh, Wood Elf folks and kill the bad guys in that area, then your repertoire with the uh, people in the Wood Elf city mm -hmm. would go up. Yeah, your reputation. And so, uh, you know, reputation. So what I would do is I would basically do that. Like, I did it with my rogue, and I would literally sneak into the town mm -hmm. yep. past the guards and I would go and, like, train. Like, you train just, like, on WoW, like, with money. Yeah. And so I would do the transaction with the rogue trainer in stealth. So he didn't know I was a dark elf. <laughs> it was like, this is so stupid, but I love it. And I would do my stuff and get my skills up and everything. But eventually I was able. Eventually I was able to walk in there with them just hating me and not wanting to kill me as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. <laughs> I played on a PvP slash PvE servers, which basically means it's an open world. You have Alliance or Horde. Yeah. Um, horde. Uh, horde. Really? You were Alliance? Ugh, he's okay. Huh? Horde. Oh, Horde. I was about to say. Horde, man. Okay. I was about to say. The, all the Alliance, and I, I love dwarves. Don't get me wrong. Dwarves are one of my favorite races <laughs> yeah. in fantasy, but... No. That's no. that's all the alliance has yeah. is dwarves. Uh, when they had werewolves it was kinda cool. Yeah, I could but see I could see I made that. I made an alliance character. I like those alien werewolf. dudes too. The yeah. weird little the drain the Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Um But being that it was a PvP PvP and PvE, one's geared towards finishing dungeons and raids, whereas the other one is player versus player. Right, and then when you when you hit a server that has both, it's basically you get ganked all the time. Like leveling characters is very frustrating in neutral zones mm -hmm. because a max level character will just come along and just one tap you, like mm -hmm. just pluck and and you're dead. And then they would just spawn your body, so whenever you would try to respawn, they'd kill you again. Right, and if if you didn't like go back to the main healer, they just keep doing it. Right. So, but the cool thing is, is once I had a max level character and a, a badass clan, I'd be like, hey, I was trying to level this character and this asshole keeps killing me. So, like, you want to hunt him down? And, like, there'd be a group of, like, five of us. Nice. <laughs> we would just <laughs> play with him and then his Hell friends yeah, would come man. and then we'd, we'd whack them too, you know, yeah. shit like that. Uh, it's, it's a very fun game. But, like I said, to get to the point where you're doing the major things, it, right. takes, it takes time. And I just... Fuck, I got two kids, I got a job, like I don't have time to put in that anymore, even if I wanted to. So Ultima Online, man, you could do so much in that game. Like I ever tell you about the time I almost got banned? No. Okay, so 
animal taming was like a big skill in that game. Okay. And if you had it maxed, then you could tame like the ancient red dragons. Okay. And you could have so many, like only so many of them under your control at once. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of newbie zones here, and not zones, because it's all one big open thing. There's no zones. Um, but um, there's a lot of newbie areas, and when you're creating your character, you can start off here, there, here, there, wherever. And a lot of noobs would start off in Moonglow, because it's an island. It had a nice cemetery with low to mid-level creatures, and pretty much everything you needed to kind of like... Especially if you're a magic magic centric mm -hmm. character to like get your skills up and yeah. you know. And um so I went back to Moonglow and outside of the perimeter where the guards can actually go from the town, mm -hmm. I started releasing the red dragons from my control <laughs> throughout the throughout the <laughs> island and it's a small enough island to where like a it it was it was fucked up. I shouldn't it was have done it. Catastrophic. Yeah, like everybody was all the little noobs were dying and stuff and like a the um GMs that would actually run the servers yeah, and everything, yeah. like they they fucking literally summoned me to yep. them in a little cage and were like, What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, having fun. Like, I promise. I was like, I haven't I haven't broken any rules, have I? I don't know. <laughs> like, now y'all have to make a rule <laughs> just, <Right>. just for <laughs> me see I'm helping yeah. now you have yeah. to make a rule your game's a little less broken because of me congratulations <laughs> they didn't ban me but they uh stern warning yeah yeah I'll do that shit again they were like if we if if you ever come up again in any of our issues we're gonna ban you I was like okay <laughs> yeah I get it um it's crazy so yeah like there was there was just all these dead dead noob bodies everywhere. And the thing about Ultima is if you don't get to your corpse fast enough, then other people can loot it. Mm -hmm. And so That sucks. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> like and people were mean on that game, bro. Like Oh yeah. <laughs> dude, like I remember I remember one of my first characters, I had just got this sword I wanted and I went to the graveyard in Moonglow and I was I was so ready to fight that fucking lich. And, um, I mean, he was going to kick my ass anyway, but just this other player, point. this yeah. other player just rolled up and saw me clearing the path and everything. Oh. And he was just like, zap, and one-shotted me. And then I'm like, son of a bitch. And, like, when you die in that game, like, your, bo your ghost appears next to your body, mm -hmm. and you got to go find a healer. Oh, that's great. Or a, um, or a, uh... Ankh site like altar or something mm -hmm. like you've got to go do those things to be able to resurrect and when you do oh now you're now you're a, a, an alive person again you got to go get to your body to pick up your shit um so he was just like you said he was just spawn camping my body yep and he just waited for me and until the time ran out and he got all my stuff and I followed him in back into town, and I was like begging this dude, like, dude, like, please, bro, like, like, I just want, I just want my sword back, like, that's yeah. all I want, yeah, just my sword, just give me my sword. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, no, man, it's not gonna happen. And he went and he went to the blacksmith and sold all my stuff, and he was like, I just made three hundred and three gold off of you, 
And like that, it's not yeah, much, yeah. but it's no, like, but it's still he just, did it just just to be yeah. a dick, man. He was like, you know what? I got like thirty thousand gold, right? But I'm gonna take your three hundred and three gold. Right. And that right there set set me up for the mood of that game right away. That game was the Wild West. Oh yeah. And after that happened, like I really like, I was like, okay, well that's what it is, then I can play too. Yep. And like I used to steal people's boats, especially from other guilds. Like I would teleport onto their boats and I would just drive them out into the middle of the fucking ocean. Like by like a, an island, I, I called it Boat Island. It was just like this uncharted island, and like you you couldn't even get to the island before you encountered the large brim of boats. That's I, I just I just drove boats out over there. You could steal people's houses, yeah, literally. Wow, it's retarded, but you could you could teleport mm -hmm. into the house or on top of it, and if they had the deed to the house in there, you could totally just oh it's mine now. It's my house now. Just like poop. Now it's in my pocket and go place it somewhere else. That's rough. Yeah. That's like, rough. I the game know. was the Wild West, man. You could do what you wanted, mm -hmm. which is one thing that I love about it. I never said how old I am. I'm 33. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm 33, and I'm a podcaster, and I'm from a small town, and I work at a shitty bakery. And You've been there for a while now, though. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I was a mechanic there at the bakery, which people don't comprehend well, but that's okay. I like to leave it ambiguous, so. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I oil. I performed oil changes on the bread, people. Um, on the bread. On yeah. the bread itself. Yeah, let me sure this gets that. Got to keep 30. it running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a drummer. I'm an unaccomplished guitarist because I never wanted to put the work in to be good. Mm, more accomplished than me, though. <clears throat> I um, I have four dogs, four cats, a wife, kids, which are which we talked about. They some grown ass kids because they step kids. Well, I don't know if the listeners heard that. that oh, was, okay. Was talking something. That's else. right. We were just talking. talking. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, my kids are grown. Their steps. Um, yeah, he, he uses them to walk on all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're good. They're good for stepping on. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see, what else about me? I love role playing games. I love music, especially metal, uh, blues, folk, hip hop. Drop a couple of band names. Some bands. Um. Lately, I've been really into Sanguasugabog. They're an okay. awesome <laughs> death metal band from... Um, Shit. Let me not say where they're from, because I'll be lying. Deutschland. No, no they're, they're American. They're American? Okay. Yeah, they're, okay. Uh, they're goofy kids, man. They're, uh, they've got some cool music videos out. One's called uh, Dead as Shit, mm -hmm. and it's an animated video about... The world's governments going to war for the last bits of marijuana on the planet, um, and they've got another video called "Menstruation Envy," and it's about <laughs> the band. <laughs> it's about the band signing to Troma Pictures for whatever reason with their label, and um, Troma makes them have mutant dicks. 
that mm, come okay. to life and kill people. Oh man! So it's a fun view. It's a fun music video, man. Uh, full of bad practical effects mm -hmm. and awesome gore. Definitely check out Menstruation Envy by Sanguasugabog. Find it on YouTube. Uh, as far as other bands, C6 Steve. If you haven't heard C6 Steve, check check him out. My boy's good. He does like folky, bluesy, rockish, countryish stuff. Um, Treasures is probably my favorite of his, but um, all his solo stuff, all the stuff he did with the Level Devils, it's all it's all good. I think his newest one is uh, Keeping the Horse Between Me and the Ground. That's a good one. Okay. And hip hop. Aesop Rock. Oh, really? Okay. Aesop Rock. Boy, check that out. His newest album is dope. It's all supernatural themed. Really? Yeah, it's a uh, spirit guide, spirit survival, spirit world survival guide, I believe okay. it's called. And that's essentially the concept of the album, but it's got it's got some killer bars in it, some killer beats. Aesop Rock is one of my favorite hip hop artists of all time, so there you have it. Three Reco Men's. Yeah, from I me. like it. All different genres, too. Oh, and for some black metal, Travis put me on this Grimma, a two-man Russian black metal band. Mm -hmm. They have an album called Rotten Garden, and it might be my favorite black, al black metal album of all time. Really? Black metal's weird for me because, you know, it has, like, the lo-fi production that really creates the or helps to create the atmospheric feel of it uh -huh. and I love that I want that atmospheric I want it to feel like I'm floating somewhere but man at the same time it's metal I want I want those drums to sound like they're hitting something mm -hmm. I want those riffs to rock I want I want I want this to make me want to move mm -hmm. you know bang my head so to speak um, and so because of the way black metal is made production wise, you very rarely get the both, the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Grimma is one of those bands. They are a holy grail in that genre for me. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend Rotten Gordon by them. Check it Shout out. out to Travis. He put me on him. So I'm talking about. Old T-Boo. Might get you to write down the names of those things so I can... Sure. Look them up later. Sure will. The half of them I don't think I could spell. Yeah, Sanguasugabog's a funny one. Uh, follow, <laughs> them, find them on Instagram and follow them. They're hilarious. They're always posting ridiculous, inappropriate SpongeBob memes and stuff. I've seen some ridiculous, inappropriate SpongeBob memes. Dude, like I'm like, man, what are y'all like? Who made this? I don't. I don't know. I mean. I haven't really seen SpongeBob in a, in a long time, but yeah. I hear it's it's laced with plenty of adult humor. Um, sure, sure, I'm sure it can be. Oh, I I feel like most most kids shows are right. The good ones anyway. If you if you go back and and watch them, you're like, I never noticed that when I was six years old. Right. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. You know. Yeah, totally. And I don't blame them because. The parents have to watch that shit too. I've seen Moana like a hundred times. I love Moana. I love though. it, and yeah. I will still watch it and enjoy it. Right. But all I'm saying is, it's like my kids had a fixation when they were younger, right? And it was on all the time, right? Right. And if something's gonna be on all the time, then 
hopefully we both enjoy, <laughs> which we did when it came to Moana, but right. uh, there's some TV shows where you just Not like, so nah. much with the Doodle Bops and all that. Right? No, or, or Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, bro. I, oh, Lord. Yeah, old Toodles. M-I-C-K-E-Y. M-O-U-S-E. Yeah. All I think about when I hear that is Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about when I hear that. I don't think I've ever actually watched the Mickey Mouse Club. Um, well, didn't Kurt Russell start off on there? I don't know. I think my mom did. was I telling mean, me that one I know, time. I mean, you had like the kind of the pop stars that we grew up on. Uh, right. Britney Spears, Your Britney Justin Timberlake, yeah. um, Christina Aguilera. Right. Um, I don't know if Pink was a was a mouseketeer. I don't think she was. Don't know. I don't know. I like, I like some Pink. Pink. I can she just see, has a good a good vibe. I, I guess. can see I can see I can see her value. Yeah, I can see her value. She's although just it's different. although it's not for me, I definitely see no, her value. It's, it's um, kind of like a, a pop rock, um, right? But she's so different from what the mainstream is, and I think that was her appeal from the get-go. like 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 Lady Gaga. I would yeah. say the same thing yeah. about her. I, she I, has an amazing voice. She does. It's very. Distinct. She has she has a great voice. Oh, just like um and and I see her value, but like I'm like I don't know, man. Like there's uh, just Miley it's not not for me. Cyrus. Yeah. More recently, like when she covered Jolene. Yeah. Uh, I was like, damn, and like yeah. her voice is so distinct. Like it's such a. A weird voice, but it's so prominent, and totally. it's, it's still good. Yeah, but it's just different. Um, and I'm not a huge like Miley Cyrus fan, but like her voice has gotten deeper over the years. Yeah, and she said she had like some vocal issues or whatever right. that she had to come uh, overcome. Um, but I almost want to listen to her new album just to to hear like <clears throat> what it might be about. I, I should, I should. Um, make a point of seeking out more interesting pop music, but I don't. I never do. It's it's hard, man. I don't. I, keep, I have enough. I feel like I have enough to keep up with with you know what I what I do listen to. You know, punk and metal and rock and yeah. Everything. I, I'm not that very adventurous. Um, yeah. Like I'll just because I use Spotify a lot and uh, right. I'll just cruise through whatever genre of music and I'll just go down the list and I'll play a couple and then whatever suits me at the time that's what I listen to and I'll couple that with maybe a couple new songs that just came out uh, um, but I mean my my go-tos are, are tame like Linkin Park which they haven't really put anything out but yeah. I mean I grew up with that I think we all did we all um, did man fucking Meteora oh, Hybrid Theory Meteora is, is the, yeah. probably the two biggest ones um Chester passing was just, yeah. You know, I watched uh, like some of those YouTube videos where, like, the fans kind of all sung the song in memory of him, and I was like, man, fuck, you're gonna make me cry up in here. Like, you know, I um, like Fort Minor too. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Fort Minor's pretty um, good. I like I like Mike Shinoda yeah. as a person. Mm-hmm. He just seems like a really, really so, cool cat. Them, uh, I kind of got heavy into Post Malone. In the last couple of years, <laughs> I I haven't he's heard. He's got some. He's talented, man. I haven't um, heard a single Post Malone song, but I always just kind of looked at him and said, "That's one of those goofy kids. That's a SoundCloud rapper. That's yeah. just big for no reason yeah. now." That's what. That's why I initially thought. And then when COVID hit, he did a live um, 
concert from his house with Travis Barker mm-hmm. yeah. and some other friends, and they played Nirvana songs. Yeah. And when I saw them play that, I was like, okay, this kid's not a clown. No, he's, he's this kid knows what he's doing. He's man. talented. I, uh, you know, like he can play. I, I forget. He can sing, dude. Yeah. I think I like his vocals better than fucking Kurt's. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. It's hard to say His stuff like that. Vocals are so good, it's, it's man. Ha- it's hard to say stuff like that because, like, because we, we all like, I right? Kurt's Kurt's someone we all grew up on, like that grunge, right. you know? Right, right. Um, I think I like post vocals on that better. I don't because it sounds like Kurt, but like plus Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, dude, I like I'm I'm a, I'm a Lemmy fanboy, man. So I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, Hollywood's Bleeding was his, his last uh, full-length album in 2019, and uh, I literally heard one song, and I bought the album, I listened to it, and I could not stop listening to it for months. It was that good. It was just, wow. so, like, every song. Hollywood Bleeding? Yes. And okay. he has, I'm he gonna, has. I'm going to. Check it out, man. It's, Fuck it. It's, you know what I'm doing good. right now? Go ahead. Do it right now. I'm, I'm going to go um, ahead and make a note. Yeah. I I really <clears throat> enjoyed it, and I was kind of like you. When I first saw him, I was like, yeah, this, this dude was just some ridiculous cat. Right, who, right. Who this is one of those mumble of rappers song. that little and girls want to bang, and, and then, so now he's popular. Yeah, and then I listened to what, what his – I listened to that album, and I was like, fuck, have I – I am wrong. Right. You know, I paid him wrong. My fucking bad. I'm sorry, Post Malone. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. Sorry, um, Post. And I think you, I think you, there's some really good songs on there. Um, yeah, man. I mean, as long as there's like some substance, bro, you know. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. He has, he has substance. It's not just right. noise. It's not just uh, mumble rap. Like, you right. know, uh, even, and it's funny because like, you know, he, he does do some auto tune stuff, but like he has a good voice. Right, uh, live. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, I could, I could tell that he definitely did a, a, yeah, a well, killer, a killer uh, Nirvana. Yeah, uh, and he can play, bro. Like, fuck, dude, they did, they did such a good. I hadn't listened to Nirvana in over ten years before I saw that concert. Damn. Okay. And I was like, well, goddamn, it I all, I, it all came back. I was just, like, you just got yeah, bro. Yeah. Suddenly, I was back in high school, a mm-hmm. freshman, yeah. and I was like, I gotta Man, go. That's I was like, I gotta go. That's, that's what, yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what Hybrid Theory did to me. Cause yeah, the first time I listened to Hybrid Theory, um, I I lived in New Jersey. I was, I think this is like the year two thousand, maybe ninety nine. So yeah. and um, when I was in seventh grade, and some kid burnt burnt me a CD for five bucks. <laughs> and I would and robbery. Yeah, it was it was robbery. But hey, man, he he was hustling. You know, I, I respect the hustle. Right, uh, right. But um, so I would listen. I spent so much money on like double A batteries for that CD player because I had to like you know the the walk around CD player. And, yeah, me uh, too, man. And I'd always bring a, an extra an extra set of double A's in my backpack. Um, but the bus ride was always like a forty five minutes an hour bus ride to school. So and, and it was early in the, well in New Jersey they consolidated a lot of their schools. Okay. So like you would have a bunch of elementaries, but you'd only have maybe one or two middle schools in the area for like eighty square miles. Jesus. And then 
and then like the high school, like you might have had one or two high schools. So you got bus from all over the place. Um, Damn. So I had a lot of time, and then like I mean, normally in the mornings I'm, I'm I was tired anyway, but yeah. I would put that on and I would just kick back, and it's every emotion that <laughs> yeah, uh, you know a, a, a young teenage boy going through puberty feels definitely. plus extra. So right. I mean, it's, it's definitely something that I'll never forget. It's just totally. kind of that that part in your life. Same thing with Cobain. Uh, yeah. You know, shut up when I'm talking to you. Yeah, um, <laughs> just that angst and that right. that anger and just and, that that little breakdown in that line, dude. Just just <sighs> it really says everything you got to yep. say about why it spoke to us when we were mm-hmm. kids. You know, yeah. And uh, just shit like that hits, man. Just like stain, corn, corn was a big corn one for was me. huge, dude. and you're gonna laugh, but so was Limp Biscuit. For me, no, actually, yes. Chocolate stubborn, uh, chocolate covered starfish, three dollar bill, three dollar bill. Yeah. I still maintain that that is a fine album, mm-hmm. severely underrated. I need to listen to it again. Everything else, I'm willing to say, you know what, however you feel is how you feel. I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a fan of any of their other uh-huh. albums, yeah. Although I did hear Gold Cobra. Was it Gold Cobra? I don't know, I can't remember. And I was like, damn, this reminds me of three dollar bill. Mm-hmm. But I maintain that three dollar bill, y'all, is a fine album worthy of recognition. Mm-hmm. That's a good I'm album. To, I'm gonna have to re-listen to it. Yeah, dude, that's that's um, a good ass album. And then, I mean, I call them classic now. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Totally. I mean, I think the last album I actually listened to was was Stadium Arcadium. Yeah. It's like the two disc, or was it two disc? I've been I've been craving the uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic lately. I need a I lost I lost all, all my CDs in the flood of 2016. No. Like the majority, ah. the vast like thousands of albums that makes me that I had sad. been collecting yeah. for you know since for eons. Since, yeah, since middle school. Um, so I don't have a lot. Most of the stuff I used to have. Mm-hmm. So that's lately I've just been thinking I've been missing that one yeah. in particular. Yeah. Man, I, st- I still buy DVDs. Me too. And people like I talk to some people like who even buys DVDs anymore? I'm like I I do yeah like I need to get a a bigger DVD case because like I literally just have them coming out of the wazoo. I don't buy as much as I used to, but right it's something I still buy them because I still I lost my movie collection too, but the majority oh, of it man. it lost a lot, dude. Bro, I I got rid of a, a VHS collection. Oh, like it was a tote full. Nice, not and, nice. <laughs> and I just had to, because I didn't want to pay to transfer all the movies. And actually, some of them I already had on DVD anyway. Yeah. So I, I've I got think a I, couple. I gave it to, I've oh. got a couple Godzilla VHSs in yeah. the attic. Yeah. Yeah. And VHSs were crazy. You know what else I dug up? What? My uh Pokemon card collection. Oh shit! Yeah. From back in uh, middle <sighs> school. Lord. Yeah. I, I, if you have I, any rare ones, man, some I've, of them cars can go I've, for some money. I've got some rare ones. I've got, I believe, I have a first edition Charizard. Oh, yeah. I need to, I need to, I need, need to, to go, figure need out to go what I got. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I gotta make an inventory. Was it, was it you? I bought, I bought the magic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I still have. I have. You have them all. I have them all. In nice. My files. I'm thinking of selling the rares though. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't have time to 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 be in it anymore. Right. Who um, does? I just don't want to. I love ma- I love playing. I love playing. Magic is don't a, have by far time. superior game and, to Pokemon. And, <laughs> and they are, uh, they release like, I think it's like 
three three blocks a year now instead of two. Yeah. And like just to keep up with standard rules is it's too much. Like, yeah. Just the just the money is just too much. Um I remember being I like I was like spending my bad. I didn't mean no, to cut bad. you off. Continue. I remember being like, man, like I'm spending too much money on these cards and and like that's what I'm saying. Like I just and, oh, and I love it. I love opening up a new booster pack yeah, man. and just getting excited over nothing. Right, over uh, nothing, over almost nothing. Uh, I, I mean, I've, and that's that's what happened to the guy who like he was he was starting to like skip school, like oh, college yeah, and stuff no. to go play magic well, and stuff. World of Warcraft is, was what I skipped school to so do. So he was but, like, dude, here's my whole collection, please. Damn. So I took it not, and then you know. It became my curse. Yeah. And I was like, I got it. Of course, I wasn't as bad off as him, but I, I really did need the money at the time. Yeah. I had stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Always stuff going on, but, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love it, but I have, shit, I have over 8,000 cards, man. I actually, I sat down and organized, and I, I did a rough count. I didn't do a, a whole count, but I did a rough right. count. I'm like, okay, this is 1,000 cards. So, like, about times eight. Right. And I still had. I bought some more a little bit after that. Um, but I mean, I've got a couple cards in there that are worth like twenty five to fifty dollars a piece. Nice. And I've got a couple of them. So yeah, you can you could definitely uh, some uh, make of them are some holographic, and that's that's what makes the difference. But uh, yeah, yeah, even if it's just a little bit, whatever helps. I'll put that towards like maybe a PlayStation Five or right a handgun if I can find <laughs> one, um, or just savings account. What but, kind of what kind of gun you want? Um, it just depends. Um, I need, I need something that like my wife can handle. Oh, okay. But right on. at this point, I just want something for the house. Uh, you, I need, looking, you, you need you a sweeper for the house, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want everything. I, right, I have right. a, I have a shotgun, but my dad has it right now. Um, so I want to get a handgun. I was looking in the range of nine millimeter, mostly because it'd probably be easier to fit her hand. Me personally, I'd rather uh, like a forty-five caliber, something that you know has what, a little man? more punch. My wife has, and I can't remember what number it is, but it's a Glock, <clears throat> and you can actually adjust, you can actually change the uh, chamber size. Yeah. Between forty uh, uh, nine millimeter and uh, forty-five. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And it's and it's made. For small hands, mm-hmm. like the uh, magazine, actually, once you pop it in, it becomes part the, of your grip. The pinky grip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's dope as fuck. Yeah, I've messed with a couple guns. But like right now, man, it's guns are scarce. People have been buying it like crazy because yeah. of, of the new presidency and, right. and the restrictions that might be coming up. Bullets are almost insane, like to find. Yeah. Uh, and if you do, naturally, the prices are high. Uh, but I want to get one soon, and then eventually it'll be like a rifle, you know, high capacity if that's what you want to call it. it. But I don't know if Vepper is still making rifles, but <clears throat> my Vepper, like I love my Vepper. Yeah, it's it's um, a Ukrainian-made AK base platform, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard I've heard of them. Yeah. Well, I mean. If you play Call of Duty long enough, you've heard of a lot of guns. Right. Uh, Vepper makes a fine rifle, man. Um, mm-hmm. I have a... I mean, it's basically... It's a, a AK-47. Um, 
and my dad had a 74 base platform from Vepper as well and that that thing was that thing was the truth man I uh, like my neighbor not this house well both of them actually but the one on the other side um, we're good friends with them both the other one my, my wife worked with his wife and then like that's how we became friends but he's he's ex-military he was in the military for years and uh he he enjoys guns and hunting and all that other stuff and he talked about like doing a little side business later on about like being able to sell guns and stuff right so that's all i might hit him up because you can buy like you can buy the parts to make a rifle and it's a lot cheaper than if you were to buy just the whole gun you know and then you just add it as you go right. 400 bucks you can get your basic setup and then you just start adding your grips and you know mm-hmm. uh, your sights and everything else like that i think I think I got mine at a good time, my Vepper, but I think I spent like eight fifty. Yeah, something like That's that. That's still not bad. Um, no, no, it's it's not it's not bad, and, and you know it, it's like I said, it's it's a fine rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a three hundred eight caliber. Yeah, that's ooh, that packs a little bit of a punch. Yeah, boy. <laughs> it's three hundred eight caliber. Uh, I've shot. I've shot uh, semi, obviously. Yeah, I've shot. A forty-four cal rifle yeah. and pistol, and nice. they both kick like a fucking mule. Man, mm-hmm. there's no way around it. The rifle is easier to handle, obviously, because it's because you it's can brace made, it better. Right, right. But it's that, that, that. forty-four handgun makes you feel like you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always wanted a a Colt forty-five though. You yeah. know, a good nineteen eleven pistol. Right. Um. With an extended barrel. I shot one when I was in Venture Crew with Kidder. Some dirty, hairy shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, uh, me too. I shot one when I was in Venture Crew with, with Kidder at Adventure Day, and they had the option of like a twenty two pistol, a 9mm, and then they had the forty five. And uh, the guy asked me, he's like, you want to work your way up? I was like, no, I'm a big boy. Give me that big boy gun. <laughs> and then sure enough, my very first shot, I hit a bullseye, and then it just got steadily worse. But what you got to understand is – they were having to shoot like one bullet at a time. Like shoot a bullet, you know, take a break, reset, shoot another bullet, whatever. So like the gun gets heavy after a while. And the thing is, is this thing was a nice, like it wasn't just a run of the mill. Like it was, it was chrome plated uh, and it had a three inch extended barrel on it. Nice. Yeah. So like it was heavy. Right. You know, and he even said it. He's like, this is a heavy gun. He's like, I, I know why you're going, you know, you're aiming to get a little worse because your arm's getting tired. So, uh, like he handed me one more magazine, and he's like, all right, finish it. So they give us these, like, Venture Crew hats, and you could shoot them. <laughs> so, uh, and they had a range. You know, it was all safe. It was 100% safe. Right. So I lined up. I was like, so I can shoot however I want? And he was like, yeah. And I did, boom, 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 boom. And, hey, my, my spread was like that. Nice. And for, and for anybody who can't see, which obviously you can't, um, I'd say about a three-inch circle looks like of it, a spread yeah. on this hat. Every single bullet I shot hit that hat. Like right, right within that range, and he was nice. like, "Damn!" And I was like, "Look, I could actually, because when I, even though I was shooting fast, like I could tell where it would hit, and I could adjust as I was shooting. Right. And that's what I did. So I just kept that tight grouping, you know. Uh, it's always fun though. It's, I mean, I got a buddy who lives in Mamu who, like, he would do stuff like that for fun. Like he would go out to the range, he'd buy like bulk copper bullets, just something to shoot with, mm-hmm. not very. Right, just uh, something to yeah, shoot. And, yeah, I mean, not not a very um, quality bullet. Right, but of course but, not. Or well, I say copper, uh, lead, lead bullets. Right, and uh, just shooting stuff, and like he'll go burn a thousand rounds 
But that, that was what he liked to do. You know, right. he'd spend a hundred bucks on just ammo and then go to the gun range for the day. And I bet he's a better shot than both of us. Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he <laughs> is. That, you know, he's been doing it. His, that's a muscle, man. His, like his, anything uh, else. That's a muscle. His, you flex it. Yeah, his dad was a, develop uh, it. was a firing a firearms instructor in the military. Okay, and he did right it for on. years, and then he would do it once he got out of the military. He trained police, so he had the same <clears> education from his dad, and I'm sure he's really good at it. So, you know. Uh, totally. I'd love to go one day. But Me let's too. go ahead and we'll take a break. Break time. Break time. Right. And then we'll be back in a little while, listeners. And we are back. This is part two with me, your host, Trevor, and Ricky Prejean, also known as Ricky X Graves for most of my <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fun story. You are like the only person who's allowed to ever get away with doing that on your Facebook. Yeah. In my life. Am I? Am I still that person? Yes. You, nice. Only you, though. Like, right. whenever I see anyone and, else. And I don't even do it. No, no. I don't even and, do but it. But whenever I see anyone else that has a Facebook name that's like. Something like X something. Tommy, Scene Boy. Right, right, uh, right. You know, Dickhead. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, no. Like, right, that's, right. Like, take your little. Your little bullshit away, but right, get but your you, little skinny pants out of here. I don't know if it's just because I've been around you and you'll always be Ricky X Graves, and you're the only <laughs> person that, in my mind, is allowed to to have that on any kind of social media. Well, thank and get you. Get away with it, yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how I always I'm glad. You. I'm glad I have the Trevor Scene the, Kid the, stamp yeah, of approval. The stamp of approval. I feel like everyone <laughs> else are just posers, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, mean, I guess posers, I guess I was gonna say I guess I was too because I'm totally not a scene kid anymore. But no, you know. no. well, you, you got your own style though, for sure. Always, Something always kind of has yeah. the the scene. I don't know to call. There me. was a time where I was like, those guys look cool. I bet I could get laid a lot if I looked a little bit more like those guys. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it worked kind of. It worked, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was too busy just not caring about how I looked. Well, I say that how I dressed, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just wore whatever was comfortable. Right. Or whatever suited me. Like, um, like I was always into, like, punk and metal and stuff. And then one day I just, like, simplified it. Like, I swear, wear some jeans and a band shirt. Mm-hmm. Do your hair good. The girls will like it. I feel like I always gravitated towards it. Yeah. Um, even like when I when I was in New Jersey, it was a middle school, but like most of the kids I hung out with were punk or scene or, or goth. Right, right. Or, and I mean these people there were there were no like there were no uniforms at, at right. that school. Um and I mean I'm talking like the full like two foot like glued mohawk. Right. That was like a neon green, I'm talking spike collars, totally. black pants with chains and uh, I wish I could have had a big ass mohawk in high school. Damn. <sighs> Shit, they won't let you have facial hair in high school. No, fucking or, or Danny. Mr. Danny used to uh, try to send me to detention all the time because I would shave in the morning, and by the time like three o'clock mm-hmm. would roll around, yeah, my five, five o'clock, o'clock shadow was around. back, yeah. and he'd be like, "You didn't shave," and I'm like, "Yeah, bro, I'm yeah. just too hairy." Yeah, I don't know what to It's tell my you. papa's fault. Yeah. I, I I had a few warnings. I'd always shave after, but, like, I hated. Because I was in the same, like, 
I've been shaving it since I was in seventh grade, really. Same. Now, yeah. it wasn't like a full beard. Right. It was patchy for the most part. I mean, I could grow like a mustache and a goatee just fine. It was just, right. you know, the sidebars. And um, now, obviously, I don't have that problem. Right. Uh, totally. If, if any of y'all see me or Ricky, Nora, we've got the full, the full beard. I, um, I wish I never would have cut it. My big one. Oh, like, yeah. When it was down to my chest. This one. That was so I've awesome. been growing this one out for. Oh, hey, kitty. Yeah, that's Jasper. Hey. See, it is, it's kind of long when I when I stretch it out. Right. Um, months. I don't know how long. Uh, I've had it trimmed a couple times. Yeah. Uh, just mostly the sides because it bushes out on the side. I don't like that. I like it being more. You like it more. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I like it to be more vertical. Yeah. But, so. But it's good to like trim it anyway, just yeah, to like it, get rid of the dead ends. Yeah, and all, stuff. The, all the all the split hairs and shit. And um, I didn't know that before I started. Before I grew it really long. Mm-hmm. So I just had a beard just full of like split yeah. ends that like kept growing and then yep. started split. Like yep. before I know it, it's like, damn, this one hair got like 10 splits in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy yep. crap. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I hated I hated shaving for school. Me too. I hate shaving. But I just hated general. the whole ridiculousness of, of uniforms. And <laughs> yeah. like I don't have an issue with, with a general dress code, you know, like. Right. Cause, Cause, you know, high schoolers will push the envelope on what they can do, sure, regardless. Totally. But like, do you really give a shit what kind of socks I wear? Right. Like, does it really matter? Like, am I right. going to learn better because my socks are are like, <laughs> right. you know, it just didn't make any sense. It's just like the facial it's hair, like stupid. Like, it's do, so you, stupid. do you really care? And then the funny thing was, like, the middle school I went to, all these, you know, if you had facial hair, like it was a middle school, they didn't really have facial hair, but they had piercings, they had makeup, they had mohawks, like. And and like their their test scores were like top ten in the nation, right? But nobody gave a shit about like really how they look. Like just wear decent. Like don't you know don't expose yourself and you're pretty much good, right? You know like they had girls that would go to school in pajamas, just like give a shit. You <laughs> That's know? dope. <laughs> yeah, and and then you have Louisiana's bum ass who. We right. decided what I think I was in the fourth grade when we had to start wearing. Yeah, uniforms. like because I, I was in like six. Yeah, yeah. And, it's uh, so stupid, man. And they're like, "Oh yeah, here y'all gotta wear these. It's either navy blue shirts or white, white shirts, shirts, and then khakis or blue pants." Which I've never liked the blue pants look. I don't. Khaki, no, right. Khakis were where it was at. Yeah. Um, which now I'll wear them. I like how they look, but I hated wearing it in school because I was just like, "This is this is stupid." Yeah. Um, you know. Like, oh, it is, bro. Like, and then it didn't improve test scores or anything at all. Hell anyway. no, it didn't. Like, it still doesn't. That's the it funny didn't, part. It didn't. Yeah, it, it didn't did unify nothing. anybody. No, it didn't no, do it, shit. It did nothing. All it did was make it, a big fucking yeah. headache for everybody's it, parents and the teachers. Cause and the teachers, the, teachers. Had, the teachers were like, "This is stupid, but I gotta uphold it because it's my job." You know, right? I'm just sitting here going like, "All right, whatever." Um, it's ridiculous. I just wanted to keep my beard or my, my goatee or whatever it was at the time. Right. You know, that's all I wanted. <laughs> that and the sleep. I slept a lot. Especially senior year. I you slept a lot? i go to school and sleep and then like I'd wake up. The only, the only time I'd stay awake was, was test day, which is usually like a Friday. Okay. And I'd, I'd get to school early and I'd read the chapter for the first test, take the test, pass it with the A. Read the next chapter during that class and go to my next class past that. <laughs> and I would just do the same thing. And then I had a um, old science teacher, not Kidder, uh, the other one. 
Genevieve. Oh, Lord. And she hated me. Um, she didn't like me. Either. Because, like, because I didn't, like, that was my last class of the day. Now, that was before they started making seniors take, like, a full day. Oh, Lord. So, I would have classes till 1130, which was, like, fourth fourth hour or, or whatever, fourth period. Yeah. And, um, and then I'd go home. So, she was my fourth class of the day. And I would, like, always try to sleep in her class. And she, she hated it. <laughs> like, she... She, well, she was the kind of, like she'd send you to the office if you were sleeping in her yeah. class, even if you weren't bothering anybody. Like she hated it when I sleep, but then she also hated the fact that like I'd pass her class with with all A's. Yeah, because I would sleep and then I would ace her test. Right, and she knew I wasn't cheating. It's earth like it was earth science. Like right, right. <laughs> all I had to do was read the chapter. I know everything I need to know about earth science. It's not right. hard, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but for whatever reason, she just had a region like. Raging hard on for for me, so she'd always fuss me, and I just go like, "Does it really? Does it really matter? Like, I'm passing your class." Like, she called my mom stupid one time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she's a bitch. That got me out of a lot of trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause, cause I didn't try in high school. Yeah. I didn't care about yeah. my future or mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And um. And what have we learned at thirty thirty uh three thirty three? Did you care a little bit more now? A little. No, no real regret, but no, but like, no real regret. You feel like maybe you could have done something a little bit better. I don't know. I wish. I feel like high school is not as important. You just need to finish. It's what you do after high school. Yeah, probably a little I bit wish. More. I wish I would have taken community college more seriously. Yeah, and me. got my industrial electronics degree yeah. like I was uh-huh. supposed to. Yeah. I wish but I instead, I too. played fucking magic yeah. and skipped mm-hmm. class. I played magic. I played WoW. <laughs> uh, skipped. I skipped for McDonald's breakfast. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was stupid shit. And then when I finally went back, I, I did good. But like, I had a series of events where I had some classes that got that got dropped without my permission mm-hmm. on accident, and then they blamed it on me, and I couldn't get them back. And just it's too expensive, you yeah. know, uh, to go back. Not that I'm complaining. I mean, I mean, you know, I graduated high school. I don't remember what my average was. It wasn't bad. I typically made B's and C's. Mine was... Sometimes A's, B's, and C's. Sometimes yeah. I'd make D's. Well, and I didn't my, care my, when I made a D. My problem so. was, is like, my freshman... Because I moved around a lot my freshman year. Because that's when I came back to my move. Right. And then freshman, sophomore year is when I, I made, like, C's or D's. Because I just didn't care. And then... And then after sophomore year, I like I actually gave a shit, so I just do the work. Like, and that's the funny thing; it wasn't even a matter of like studying; it was a matter of just doing homework most for the most part, like doing the work that they gave us. I did all that, and then yeah. I just started making A's, A's and B's all the time. Right. Um, if I would have pl- would have applied myself, I know I would have, you know, well, yeah, yeah, done well. well but I just shit. I didn't care, so, man. <laughs> like our buddy Isaac. Yeah. Who just didn't give a shit either. No. He graduated though. He did. Yep. We we graduated was, not giving a shit. Was, for, he was a good bit older than than what he should have been. Yeah, but. yeah. He was he was supposed to graduate the same year as me, mm-hmm. but uh, he he uh fucked around when he was younger too much. Actually, he uh, uh, okay. got held back a yeah a grade earlier, much earlier on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then old fucking. Travis and Hunter build my senior year. <laughs> yeah. Cody and Billy too, right? Cody, Billy, broke all of them. Yes, they all bailed. Their, their senior year. Well, 
Or was it their junior okay, year? Okay, so it was Hunter and Travis's junior year. Cody was a year behind us, I think, because he got held back, I think. Okay. And then Billy and Brooke were, I think, sophomores my senior year. And they all just, like, pushed out. Peaced out. Travis. Well, Travis and Hunter, which I never understood this because, like, I, I talked to Hunter about this the other day, and, and me and him remember it differently. But, like, so the problem with that was, okay, so senior year, when I was going to school, you were allowed – like 10 excused absences and 10 unexcused absences. So 20 days. Right. All right. I had exactly 20 days when I graduated. <laughs> Hunter and Travis, what happened was, is, uh, because Hunter was living with Travis. Right. And Travis' parents uh, bought that house in Patasa. Yeah, know, boy. Patasa. Patasa. And, uh, <laughs> but. They let Travis and Hunter stay by themselves in the house of Mamu that they had. Yeah, they did. So that was, was the fucking place, boy. That was the place, but there was a whole lot of not parental supervision going on their senior year, which there was too much not parental were, they, supervision they at were, that house in general. They were of age, so it's not like it was a, a huge deal, but right. Um, used to have fun there. We had we had a lot of fun there. It was a, there was a lot of fun, fun times. So the problem was there was, were good times. And there were shit times. Yeah. Um, but so I would I would walk to school before I had a, a vehicle. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't get a car till I was eighteen. Like I didn't get my driver's license till I was eighteen, and that's only because my mom was like, "Okay, you have to now," because we couldn't afford it. You know, yeah. like the insurance, we couldn't afford the insurance. And um, so I'd walk to school. Well, Travis and Hunter would come in an old shagging wagon, an old Dodge <laughs> Caravan. Yeah, with the bro. captain's seats and the fold the fold down bed in the back. I miss that and, uh, van. Oh, what? Me too. That van was me so too. good. I wish I could have one. I totally. Um, that van needed some awesome retro we, van art we, on it. Travis would park like across the street from St. Anne's on the way to school. So I'd meet him up, meet up with them there. And we'd, right. just, we'd finish walking the rest of the way to, to, to school. Well, if any one of us three said anything about not going, we all just didn't go. You know, like we, I'm not even joking. Like we'd make the fence, like right. where the elementary was at, head to the high school. Right. And I'd be like, man, I don't really don't feel like going. And like we literally just turn around and walk back to the van. <laughs> and then it was a matter of who's got gas money and where we going. Right. And uh, I mean, we go to Alexandria, we go to Lafayette, right. We go to Eunice. Um. So I missed exactly 20 days, and my mom was cool with it. She's like, look, as long as you you keep passing your classes. Oh yeah. He likes attention, him. He's he's uh, staring into my soul, that. bro. Yeah. Um, but my mom was like, as long as you pass your classes, it's your senior year, that's fine. Don't miss any tests. Okay. And we just go. Well, I I would moderate my leaving because I knew I needed to graduate, and Hunter and Travis just did not did care. not right did not yeah. care. So they made it to halfway through the through the year, and um. Then they quit. And I was like, why did y'all quit? He's like, oh, well, we ain't been keeping up with our grades. Well, like, most of their teachers were carrying their grades for them. Right. So all they needed to do was show up, take a couple tests, and they could have graduated. <laughs> but they didn't want. Right. And I'm like, man. And I laugh because Travis even went to, like, his, his graduation ring ceremony. And did he? Yeah, yeah, he did. He got his ring. He got his, his yeah. class ring. Yeah, because you got to get that, like, months before, you know? Right, right. He got his class ring. And they were just like, fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. So, 
I just laughed. I was like, all right. Which now I'm happy for them because they, uh, they made something of their lives, really? which I would have never thought possible before. You know, not to hold it against them, but just you don't graduate from high school. That's a rough start to, to your life, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess it can be for some, you know, like for some people, yeah, that could definitely be a hindrance. I think it just depends. Like if, you know, you can get jobs, you can build up a work history without a high school diploma uh, yeah. or even just go get your GED. Um, but I mean, some companies it's, it's like a bare minimum and you right. know, if you want to make more than you know, close to minimum wage, you need to have the bare minimum. So, right. Which it's whatever. I don't hold it against them. I just thought it was, it's fun to see, you know, how far they've come considering they literally just started out with nothing. Right. <laughs> right. Um, it was interesting, but yeah, high school's wild. Um, high school was too wild. It was wild. I'm trying to remember what's the first time I met you. And I feel like, it was when y'all had a prom party, a prom with my sister. Okay. And it, yeah. was, it was you and the first chick that I knew you with. I'm not going to name drop. Uh, okay. <laughs> Whoever uh, that was. Skinny. Um, F. Okay. F. Okay. Her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. think it was her. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, that's right. That's right. It was you, her. Lindsay, Lindsay, and and uh, Cecilia. Cecilia. Yeah, yeah. And then Lindsay had a dope ass suit. Yes, he did. I remember Lindsay had a dope y'all took, ass y'all took suit. pictures in my yard, like yeah. where my swing set was. I think that's the first time I met you. I think. Right. Uh, I mean, I might have saw that you sounds, at school. That sounds. That sounds about saying, like, right. That's probably the first time I hung out with y'all. Right. Um. Were you at the after party at Nikki's house? Uh, Nikita, Parity. Her um, dad's red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember know, that. I know her house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to remember. That cause, was cause there homecoming? Was two or that there was, was a prom. homecoming. There was a prom. And then there was another prom. Because, like, we had junior prom. And then you had senior prom also. Yeah. I'm trying senior, to remember. Senior prom, I didn't make her after okay. party. Because that's okay. when I. That might have been. The, that's when I uh, yeah. hit the guy. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to remember. Because one of those, the prom, I went. I went with, with uh, Brittany at the time, and she was with her boyfriend, Travis, and that was the first time I ever got drunk. I think I was, like, 16. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they bought, like, a, like a fifth of crown for yeah. me. Nice. And I, cool. And I started, like, I started drinking where I had, like, crown and Coke, and then I, I fucked up, and I was drinking crown with beer, and then it was just crown, and I was drinking them in, like, those red Solo cups, you know? Yeah. And... By the end of the night, like, the red solo cup was just crowned to the top, and I was just down in that. Cool. It was rough, bro. I projectile vomited a couple times. Yeah, bro. I wasn't wearing a shirt. I remember that. Calling the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. I went, uh, who was it? I can't remember the two girls' names. I need to pee. So, like, I went into, to like, the trailer, and these two girls were, like, doing their makeup <laughs> in, in, like, in the bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, uh, excuse me, and I just, like... And it's a small trailer bathroom. Right. I just walked onto the side of them, popped the lid up, took, took my dick out, started peeing. Right. Waved to them. They just looked at me. And I'm like, right. Okay. I mean, 
I'm rocking like you know a solid average size penis. Right, uh, right. You know, maybe a little bit more. Um, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, give, eh. give or take, you know. Give or take. Yeah, know. Depends, depends, on, <laughs> depends on my whimsy, I guess. You know, right. how um, cold it is. You know, <laughs> stuff like so, that. There's a but, lot of factors that go into this, people. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the, the point is, is I, I didn't really. I didn't care. I was drunk for one. Right. And they were, they were hot girls. So, I mean, there you know, you go. maybe I'm knocking two birds with one stone, which I, I really wasn't. But Right, right. Uh, but I, in I, your I, mind. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, I was like, I mean. I'll maybe. show them my irresistible penis yeah. and well, they'll, they'll have just, no choice. Honestly, I just needed to pee. <laughs> right. And, and I was like, well, I mean, it's possible <laughs> this could go somewhere. I don't really care. I just need to go. Like, right. That was my main concern. Anything after that was just like, all right, line you up, I guess. Line um, you up. But <laughs> after that, though, they were cool. Like, they were friendly with me and everything like that, but, you know. Well, I'm glad they didn't They didn't burn you at the stake. <sighs> well, I mean, I guess today they, they probably would, but. Yeah, I, probably I so. I don't know. <sighs> you know, I, probably so. It depends, um, man. Well, I mean, I wasn't rapey or anything. I just needed to pee. Yeah. That's all it was. Hey, man. It's a bathroom, bro. That's fuck. Just saying. It's a bathroom. And, and in all fairness, I, th- I say like I waited a little while, and like they just they were taking too long, and I was like, I gotta go. Right. And I'm, I was trained. You don't pee in the bathtub, so. Yeah, definitely. Not. You know. <laughs> I do pee outside though. Oh, all the time. My son like loves peeing outside. Him. I like I'll, especially when I take the dogs out to potty. I'm like, see, daddy's gonna go too. <laughs> And we all just potty in the side yard. We're going to let you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so that was the first time I met you. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I had that... Was that when I was wearing the uh, the zoot suit, the black and red? Yes. Or was that a prom? No, you were wearing the, the black and red. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, my so, parents actually bought me that suit, too. They bought, bought it? Bought, bought oh, it. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, that came from, like, this I mean, custom you, suit so. in the mall. Yeah, like, they yeah. fitted me and everything. Damn, son. I'd I, love to get a fitted suit. I would like to get one now. That, mm-hmm. that shit sure wouldn't fit me now. Oh, yeah. I was a skinny boy. You were skinny for a long time. I mean, you still not big, but... I was a T-Tiny. You got that, you got that beer gut now, I guess. Yeah, I got the, the dad bod going. Yeah. For a minute there, I was pushing 300 i was like really? 280 yeah damn son i looked i looked like i was bigger than my dad for a minute yeah yeah i try to get it under control which i mean my job now i do a lot of heavy lifting so it helps yeah like during the summer i'll probably drop like 30 pounds it's just the winter i need to, I need to quit acting up <laughs> yeah so that's the food's too good. But yeah, that sounds about right. Because I was, I, I know I was friends with Brittany and uh, Nikki first. Yeah. And Lindsay and them. Yeah, well, that's kind of how I met everybody by association. And then I ended up hanging out with Lindsay a little bit more. And then that's kind of where I, I first kind of hung out with Travis O'Connor. Um, yeah. They were cooking a sauce out in the woods. They had like a tent pinched and a tent pitched, a tent pitched right out in the woods, and they had a fire and they had a black pot. And Lindsay was showing me all about <laughs> how to cook. But problem was, is 
Lindsay put some black pepper in it, and then somebody else went in and didn't realize that Lindsay didn't. So he put some more. Some oh black shit! Pepper in yeah, it. yeah. So like too many people in kidney, the pot, bro. My kidneys were hurting the next day from all yeah. the, from all the seasoning. Uh, the red pepper <laughs> wasn't bad, but that black pepper—if you have too much of it—oh it, yeah, it's it'll rough, fuck you up. bro. It's not good. I mean, you're not supposed to have a lot, right? Uh, as it is, you know. Yeah. Your body doesn't digest black pepper really well. Um, it tasted good. I bet. I was gonna say, I bet it tasted fire though. Oh, oh my tongue was hurting probably from just the black pepper. Uh, it was strong, but it's good. Oh, I eat, I eat like two helpings. So there's no question about that. Yeah. Uh, I hung out with them. I used to hang out with Travis O'Connor a little bit too. Not a lot, but a little oh, bit. I, I, I lived with them. We were friends. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We were cool. Well, we were I got close with them in college. He was staying at like the university apartments, and then uh. It was me and Mike Goodyear. Mike, dirty yeah. Mike. Yeah, me and Mike. <laughs> me and Mike hung out. We were real close, and then uh, we started chilling with with Travis O'Connor. That's how I met my wife. Oh, really? <laughs> they okay. Would, they, they, they took some of the same classes, and they'd hang out. So that's how we first yeah. met. And then once I started, <laughs> once I started dating her, like I go, I go, and uh, it was Travis Rusty. <laughs> Alec, oh, fuck, I forgot Travis, Rusty, Rusty Alec, and Dennis. Oh, shit. Uh, Dennis Granger. Yeah. And uh, that was a class. Huh? In in one apartment. Like in one. Uh, that was yeah. a, that was a, yeah. an apartment rather. Yeah. Well, so and uh, but the thing was is like Dennis and Alec would only stay there half the time, I think. Right. And they shared a room, and Rusty shared one with Travis, but Rusty would sleep on the couch, like almost exclusively. Don't know why. But he'd always sleep on the couch. Well, when me and her start first started dating, I had like a week off. So I went to sleep on like the other couch at their apartment for like a week. <laughs> Just chilling. And uh but I wasn't like a bad guest. Like I, I uh I'd actually like do their dishes and clean clean their place when they were gone. Right, right. Uh and just hang out and we'd all fuck around like Travis played WoW a lot. Yeah. And then we'd go to the clubs on the weekends and shit. I bet y'all had some sick D and D games going over there at that point. Uh, we, we definitely played some D and D. I know uh, Alec. Alec a is a special guy also. to play with. We did magic a lot with, yeah. with Alec too. Nice. Uh, Alex. Alec was fun to play with. Um, Alec's a fun cat. Mike. Mike and I kind of helped Alec get out of his shell. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if I talked about this in another episode, but I don't think so. Uh, well, Alec, if you're if you're listening, I'm about to drop some some deets on you, bro. Oh, uh, I don't think he, he is, but so Alex, I, I love Alex. He's a good dude. Um, he was a little awkward mm-hmm. growing up, sure, with the way he was raised to basically be a priest, is what from what I heard anyway. Right. Um. So, really, also like I said, awesome, sweet guy. Like, yeah, one of the best people you can know. Could not talk to girls to save his life. Right. I mean, to save his, like, he just couldn't do it. It just wasn't in him. Uh, so we're in college, and, like, Mike and I, I think we were, at first we were single, and then it kind of continued into us having relationships. But, like, we are all single. And, like, basically, I don't know how it happened, but basically Mike and I agreed to help Alec get laid. <laughs> or at least get him to talk to women. I guess sounds it, like it sounds like a, a, a plot to a great movie. It's it would have been. Look, look, I'll give all the props to Ellie. He did every single thing we told him to do. No questions asked. 
Nice. He would just say okay, and then he'd go out and look. I mean, uh, so like we went to to Nighttown downtown Lafayette, and uh, I'd be like, like you, you see that girl over there?" Be like, "Yeah." I was like, "Go dance with her." Uh, he'd take off, and I mean, he would dance exactly like a skinny white guy who has no rhythm would dance. Right. He would try, and he, he would, would do the head bob oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that's oh, what. Yeah. That's what. And, that's what they all do, and right? I, and I told him, I was like, "Look, I was like, what you need to understand is this: this is a club, this is a dance club." And the people here just want to have a good time. Like there doesn't have to be strings attached. Like right. so, don't be nervous. Like if you want, if you see a girl you want to go dance with, go try to dance with her. If she's not into it, she'll let you know, and right. then you just leave. Don't take it personally. Like just understand that like there'll be some girls that'll just dance with you, and then that's it. Like they don't want your number. They're not interested in you. Right. But you could also pick up girls there too if you want. So. I think it was just about getting him more comfortable with just understanding that, like, there's no pressure with dealing with people of the opposite sex. Right, right, You know, right. like, they're people, too. There's not always, they, trust right. Me, they yeah. have the same desires you have. Right. It's just different to get to them, you know. Exactly. Stuff like that. You know, they, we all want the same things in a way. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's just, it's just. And then we got on It's different. Fixed. We just can't. Yeah. We just can't communicate we, for some reason. We gave him a fifth, <laughs> a fifth of Jack Daniels, and we tell him to just chug it, and he would literally just oh no go go. go. Oh, he was so trash that night. Oh. Um, which look, we never really got him late, but I feel like we got him to open up a little bit to where it could happen. And I know it did happen eventually, and now he's got a serious girlfriend. I think he lives in another state. He's a, a huge IT guy. Right. I know uh, he's, he's smart as fuck. Oh, God, he's so. I know smart. he's super smart. Uh. Wasn't he like in like like studying like robotics and shit he like would, that? He would do like the, AI stuff. He would do the robotic stuff. Like he would go to the uh, I don't know if it was Robot Wars or oh, like shit. he would enter these competitions. He had a team. Like dude, yeah, it's going places, bro. Yeah, he's he's seriously like some Skynet shit. Oh yeah, audience. Yeah. So um, this guy Blake Desertel, uh, in, in the near dystopian future when robots rule us he's the one you should blame and hunt down <laughs> probably he's probably the door his door is probably the one the one we need to knock on to yeah, figure out how mad, to fix it the mad scientist who finally snapped totally <laughs> yeah yeah i could see it too i made a dishwasher that comp oh, that can comprehend the or, meaning of life or even like mike uh so mike got Mike graduated from UL with a, a double bachelor's. Yeah. One in biology and one in chemistry. Now he's a biochemist. Yeah, Mike's twelve smart years too, of school. Bro. And it's funny because in high school you would have never no you would have never thought. But I always knew he was smart. But right, right. I didn't think he was a dummy or anything. Uh, he just had to apply himself. I just thought he was like you know oh, average yeah. average dude. Yeah. Me and him used to come up with Doom fan fiction. Did I ever tell you that? No. Oh, Me and Mike. Yeah. We used to. That's awesome. We didn't write it out. Or I didn't. I think he might have actually wrote some out. I don't know. But we were we were really into like Doom, mm -hmm. like the video game, yeah, yeah fan yeah, fiction, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like we were always talking that that's shit. That's pretty dude. funny. <laughs> and, uh, but I always used to laugh because I was like, Mike, I was like, you're gonna bring about the robot apocalypse, and yeah, I'm gonna have to take you down. I'm just letting you know now, like, because he has some crazy ideas, and I'm like, you're going to be a, a biological engineer, like, right. You're gonna you're gonna make zombies and it's gonna be all your fault. And he just he laughed, you know. Dirty uh, Mike, I always and I know he plays guitar, 
and I always yeah. wanted to start a band with him, mm-hmm. and it would be named Dirty Mike and the Boys, <laughs> like from uh, that uh, the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that would be a funny band name. It would be a funny band name. Like I'm Dirty Mike, and these are the boys. Thanks for the fuck shake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mike, I need to get in contact with him again. We talk every once in a while, but he was so busy with school, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, he didn't have time to hang out, really, or do anything but school, which I understood. And then uh, he got a job, I think, in Texas. Had a wife and kid. So. Yeah. So, I feel like I've been knowing you so long that I'm really having trouble putting down, pinning down exactly, like, my first memory of hanging out with you. Do do you... It had to be through Hunter and Travis, if I had to guess. And okay. mostly because, like, you were in the band scene, they they had Prophecy Dogs right. and a couple of other things uh, going on. Um, and that's when they picked up, like, Brandon and Jake. Right. Um, yeah, I, I introduced them. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I, I knew. Do you used to go to the, to, the, uh, to the youth group in Eunice? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. So I went there with them, but I knew I already knew you before that, though. Right. Um, yeah, we knew each other before. I'm trying to, I feel like we, we probably hung out a couple times through my sister for sure. Yeah. And then Travis and Hunter most likely. Um, but we went hang out at your house a couple times with Travis and Hunter. I remember that. So I remember Were you there the that time the van ran out of gas at that four-way stop where we had to push the yes. van all the yes, way back? Yes, I was. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or at least I remember it. That uh, was a that was a fun night. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of wild nights. Like, um, what was it? The, the movie Office Space. You know how they take that printer out to like the woods and yeah. they go to town on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Hunter had the original Xbox. Yeah. And, um, or was it me? It might have been me. And a power surge killed it. <laughs> so we took it out to the country and I added a 12 gauge shotgun. Nice. And I'm glad to let you know, those things hold up against a 12 gauge shotgun. Do like, they? We shot the front plate of that thing yeah. and all it did was leave scuff marks. Wow. Like, it fell over and then when we shot it again, the, the bullets would penetrate like the controller ports. Right. It wouldn't mess up anything else. Damn. And I'm talking about close range. I'm talking about like maybe four foot away. With, with a shotgun and just pop out and like but eventually we kind of broke it up we took some sticks to it like we were playing music in the background like we, yeah. we full on off of space to, nice. like, that Xbox <laughs> die you motherfucker know? die oh, motherfucker steer we'd have all <laughs> kinds of crazy shit like that um and then what else what else did we do okay so I know we went to toys a lot in Travis's van toys yeah. I remember going to toys a lot were you, um, were you there that time that um, Dennis Manuel was in the van and he called? I guess it was like his cousin or something from my phone, and like we were like leaving like so, threatening messages on oh, really? stuff. So and like he called the fucking police, oh, wow. and like I actually had Man, to go to the we, police department and be like, "Look, dude, like I'm." We were we were we, we were just having fun, look, man. We, we, <laughs> we fucked with Dennis Manuel a lot. I, I kind of feel bad about it. I do too. But at the same time, he kind of brought it on himself. He 
he did, and, and I say this because like there, there was a history between me and him specifically. Yeah. Because I dated Brooke. Oh. And yeah, then, I and, then, and then she broke up with me to date him. And uh, I don't. I, I don't. don't wanna, un- I don't understand. I don't want to flesh it out. Okay, so Dennis was a big guy, and he lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't. I don't want to put Brooke out the pasture because right, right, right. She's yeah, a great yeah. person now, and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But she was young, and I was kind of controlling, but it was more along the lines of I don't want you to do harmful stuff to yourself. Oh. Uh, like okay, like with with drugs or whatever. And she kind of wanted to try, man. I wasn't about that. Yeah. So she broke up with me to go with him because he would mess with some of that stuff. I'm pretty sure is what happened. Um, but the point was, it was like, what what had happened? So we would hang out. We'd still hang out after that. And uh, like Dennis was taking karate classes, and he was like a yellow belt, which is like one of the first belts. Right. And he thought he was hot shit, and it was like me. Travis, Hunter, and then Billy was there with Cody because this was at Cody's house. Yeah. With a bonfire. And then, like, Brooke was there with Dennis. And, like, we... Uh, he was talking some shit. And I was just joking. Like, I wasn't even being, like, an asshole or anything because at that point, I just didn't care anymore. But, uh, like, he said something about karate and I was like, oh, let's, let's, let's fuck around and spar. We start sparring and, like, I'm... Um, Essentially, like I have the upper hand the entire time, and I have no karate back experience. Right, right. I just have whatever I have, I guess. And um, he kind size of, and competence on your side. I'm sure you're in in a way. Like yeah. at that point, I was working out, and I was very aware you, of my you're, body. Because you're a much larger fellow. You're right. You're and right. he and, and also, he is a very incompetent. He seems like a, an incompetent person. Man. I, <laughs> he he was uh like I said I don't want to talk bad about him but uh, <laughs> we we so, specifically decided not to talk about him on our show okay. because we knew it no. would get stupid oh, if we did so 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 we start sparring <laughs> and he starts getting serious so like he go like he literally he went to jump up and kick me and <laughs> as but he was close so like when he jumped up I grabbed I grabbed him by his his neck and I just slammed him into the <laughs> ground. <laughs> I put my foot on his chest. I was like, look, bro. I was like, I was just messing around with you. I don't want to get serious. Yeah. So I was like, calm down. Like, right. this, this isn't a addiction contest. And then, like, I felt bad because Brooke was kind of vindictive at that age. Yeah. So, like, she made fun of him as that happened. Yeah, And then I think she, like, kicked him in the dick later on. And I was like, what? Yeah, you know, dude. Hearing, uh, the, hearing the stuff about how she treated uh, Dennis is always, like, oof. And, but the thing is, brutal. Okay, so, so people just just so y'all understand, like Dennis has gotten his life on track. He's he's a good person now, as far as I know. I don't keep as much contact, but he's a good guy. Yeah. But back then, he was so unconfident and emo. He and, was very and not, needy, and not emo in a cool way, like emo in a very like you said, like a needy way, needy, annoying and, way. Like, and like he's the kind of person who would like sit there and every five minutes be like, "Are are you okay?" Did, did, did I do, did I do something wrong? Right. Like every five minutes, and it's just like, look, look, like you don't have to try hard. Just be your natural self with us, because right, all of us, like it really didn't matter who you were. Like if you were hanging out with us, just be yourself. Like we we didn't have judgments. We like, had a cool click, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember one time, because Dennis didn't live that far from my house. Right. And uh, well, I mean, 
we lived in Mamu, so nobody lived far from each other, regardless. But uh, I guess he lived a little bit closer. But um, like, right? They, Mamu, they told, yeah. <laughs> no one lives yeah, far yeah, from anybody yeah, in Mamu. Yeah. So, so <laughs> like somehow or another, they told Dennis that we were getting together in my house. So what they did was they parked they parked Travis's van at, at Young's supermarket yeah. on um like the east facing side. Mm-hmm. So like not with the front but on the side so you couldn't see it either way. And then we all went in my house and we turned off all the lights, locked all the doors, which is quiet. Like he pulled up, drove, he knocked, we just ignored it. But like so normally you would think, All right, like you're gonna give up. Right. This motherfucker starts trying to open up the window to my room. Oh my god. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you? And like, I'm like, <laughs> and you couldn't, you couldn't see through my window. Yeah. Um, oh so, my so god. Like I, would, I was holding it down so he couldn't open it up when he couldn't see me. And um, like he would like try to peek in some of the windows, and we're just like we're all trying to like we're dying laughing. I like, bet, I bet you were dying the whole time. And I'm just like, bro, that's kind of creepy. Like, if someone's not home, you don't open their window and try to go in their house. Maybe he knew we were playing a joke, but like there was no vehicles at my house at all. Right, all the lights were off. You know, and it's just kind of, kind of stuff like that. And it was the moping around. Like, the moping, yeah. Um, always like, moping. Like, bro, like if you have a problem, go see a therapist. But like, we ain't got time for you to like just be yourself. Like, you don't have right. to prove yourself here. I think his um, problem was he just wanted he he needed constant validation yeah, and it's yeah. like dude like I look he was a standard teenager when it came to like but, like but I, don't, I don't I don't it's not we, my job to validate you no it, it you is validate it yourself is. Um, dude I I was not a confident teenager no, no you know no. I, I was insecure and, and uncomfortable was, in not, my skin it's not that we weren't there for each and other I've struggled but, with depression and anxiety uh, all of yeah, my life yeah you know, and that's, so, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's not that we weren't there for each other, but it's like, look, man, you can't, like, you don't need to act that way the whole time. Because, like, nobody wants to hang around with a party pooper. Right. And that's what he was for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it took him a long time to get confident. Like, he joined the Navy, got him a wife, and, like, now he's doing great. But, right. Uh, so, it's like, yeah, I feel bad that we were kind of assholes to him. <laughs> but, like, trust me when I say he definitely brought it on himself. I'm not going to say he deserved times. it. I'm not gonna say he deserved but he, it. He brought but it on he, himself. He would do things that would just make you go like, "Why?" Yeah, Why that would make you mad. This? Yeah, make you fucking yeah. mad um, at him, and make you feel stupid for feeling sorry for him. Yeah, yeah. It was make rough. you feel like the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes we were the asshole. Well, make you feel but, like you're the yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah, rather. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, come on, man. Um. That was crazy. So we, we did that. I'm trying to think of what else. So I'd hang out with you, though, and uh, Thorn, right? Wow. Yeah. And he was dating Brittany? What was their last name? That whole family. The Cody. The Cody. We used to go, we used to go hang out at their house. I remember, I remember you coming and I got that <sighs> gas can caught on fire that one time. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, fuck. But that whole, that whole. That whole place was just crazy. That um, yeah, it was because it was Brittany. She had a younger sister who was dating Courtney. He was dating. She was dating Josh McClellan. Yeah, 
Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. I, I played I played magic with him also. He's a power lifter now. Did you know that? Dude, he's so big. He's so big. Yeah, I know. I'm so happy for him though. Me too. Yeah. I would have never pictured him being a power lifter. Well, he used to be he used to be a bigger fella and mm-hmm. he he was always uncomfortable. Yeah, he and, and after and just, him, he kinda looks like the you know, kinda like the scene kiddish, like long hair in the bands. Right. Um, like you said, kinda not not sure of himself. Right. Um cool guy like oh yeah great dude always have fun hanging out with him yeah josh is a good cat um awesome guy and you know i, I think after him and courtney broke up like he just yeah, made re-eval- a change reevaluate he his just life. he just lost weight and then from there he was like i guess i'm gonna just power lift yeah now he's like married and has mm-hmm. kids and oh, he power he's, lifts oh, he's doing great man and he's still playing music from what I oh, understand, really? cool. Because yeah. that's kind of how I knew him was through the music thing. Right, we were Which, always in and out. Of, I, in particular, was always just in and out of bands. You, you always had, everybody. you always had like three or four bands. You were, yeah. You were and none of them or, ever did shit. No, <laughs> I, all the different names you'd come up with were always hilarious. Though. Right, <laughs> I would say that. And then there's there's a couple fun. Like we go hang out with them, and y'all y'all would play. Um, then we headed to. I don't know if you were there for that. Like we went to Alexandria to go watch some kind of band thing over there, um, and I went with Travis and Hunter, I think. But we ended up seeing Brittany there, Tyler, I think was their brother's name. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl that I kind of saw for a little while. Her name was Nikki, and but she she dated another guy. She was dating another guy at the time. Uh. And we met them. We saw them there, and we recognized them. So we hung out with them all night. And like I was just acting the ass. So like they had this. I don't know how old the kid, the kid must have been like nine or ten years old. And he's like, he's like, I don't have any nipples. And he's like, I'll show you for a dollar. What? Like, Fuck yeah! So I gave him a dollar. And like he had like extremely light, light nipples. Like it looked like he didn't have any. Gotcha. I, just, I just laughed, and uh, we all we were just shit. You know, we're we're young right. at the time, so we're just shitting ourselves laughing. And I was like, fuck, that's the easy way to make a dollar. I was like, fuck, for, for a dollar, I'll take my pants off right here. So sure enough, like, one of the, one of the people was like, here's a dollar. So I took my pants off, I was walking around in my boxes, chilling, with, and they were just all, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. You know, no fucks. Um, we had a lot of fun, though. And they had some good bands out there, too. Um, I, I, I played my first show in uh, Alexandria at oh, some really? veterans hall. I was too fucked up to remember the name of it. But. <laughs> But I played my first show with um all them Alexandria guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, on vocals, so I remember, of course. I, remember I wasn't playing. I didn't play anything at that point. I was strictly a vocalist. Mm-hmm. So, well, besides that, I mean, it was just random chaos in between. Yeah. So, did you ever used to hang out at the we at the Gable, uh condominiums? When, when Hunter and them lived in Lafayette, did you ever go over there? No, I didn't really make it there. That's a clusterfuck. That's what go I hear. Let you know, just chaos to the umpteenth degree. Yeah. So. I was there I was there when Travis and Hunter were in the old house in Mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there all the time. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, And after that, when they left, I don't know, I guess I just branch somewhere else but um, i don't remember uh because you were dating the second chick i knew you yeah 
Yeah. Uh, and y'all were kind of serious at the time, I want to say. It might have been before that. Oh, no, no. By that point, it might have been after. I don't remember when y'all separated. Probably after. I know y'all were dating after I graduated, but I don't yeah. feel like, I don't know the timeline. But I think you were busy doing all that. Probably. It's, it's probably what it was. It's probably how it started anyway. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And then, I still see you in free, like, because when I started dating Mary, we went to one of your, your uh, one of the parties at your house that you had. Yeah, after such and such, um, like, my dad got diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And both my, well, one of my grandfathers died. Well, let me take a step back. Both my grandfathers uh, succumbed to dementia and, um passed away not too long after that and I don't know bro like I guess I just needed to find myself whatever yeah I mean that's you know that's a hard hit any which way you want to take it I mean you know like and I think uh losing my religion played a big a big part in that as well yeah that's rough man I mean I'm religious but I mean I'm not like you know, a tight ass religious person, but right. You know, I thought I thought about it. And I think it it can be it can be rough losing losing all that. Um, it's it's yeah, it is. Travis, I mean, Travis used to he had insomnia when he was a teenager, wrestling with with you know what he believed in religion and just right. You know, Travis is a very smart guy. I mean, you know that. Um, yeah, it was some other stuff too that I, I'm not gonna mention, but like. That was one of the things, like, I do would stay up all night just reading shit on the internet, and uh, it was always an interesting thing about our relationship when it came to religion, because, like, we talk and, and debate shit, and, like, I have some pretty wild views when it comes to religion that's not mainstream. Yeah, I talk, remember, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I've we, been there for a number of those. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> but it was always funny, because uh, he'd always tell me, he was like, Trevor, he's like, I just don't. I don't understand how someone as smart as you right. are can believe in God. And I was like, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I've had my own personal experiences. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that God exists. And, like, I'm not saying our understanding of it was perfect. I'm just saying, like, there's no doubt. Like, I've I've been shown my proof. The problem is, is I can't show you my proof. Right. It's mine. And I can't, I can't copy that. I can't validate it for you. Like, you're on your own path, you know? And uh, we let it lie. I mean, shit, Hunter's still, I won't say he's an atheist. I'll just say he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Chance, same, like, doesn't believe. And it's not that he's not willing to. He's just, like, he's a very evidence-based person, so. Yeah, totally. Uh, he's like, show me the evidence, and I'll, I'll be more than happy to. He's like, until then, I just have to live my life based on my moral code. And I respect that. Once, so, I don't know, like, I think maybe it was... It was either the first or the second time my dad was diagnosed. I really just, I finally accepted the fact that I accepted the fact. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. fight it anymore. Like, I I, I don't believe well, this. I mean, you know, like, in all fairness, it's something you were raised on. It was definitely yeah. something you were indoctrinated into. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like I said, I mean, where, we're, where we grew up, it was mostly Catholicism. Yeah. And I mean, you want to look at the Bible or just the Catholic Church? Like, there's inconsistencies. 
you and I acknowledge that, and I'm someone who is religious, but totally. like, we, you know, I understand how, how you could fall out of out of favor with it. Um, yeah, and not even realize it. And not even realize it or grapple with it later on or just come to the realization one day that, like, eh, no, you know? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a painful process. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's if you bad. have faith, I recommend you hold on to it. <laughs> agree it's i don't i don't know i'm one of those because to me logically speaking either you're right or you're wrong either god exists or he doesn't if he doesn't exist then nothing really matters anyway if he does exist then why won't you live your life based on the assumption that he might exist so at least be a good person which i'm of the opinion you can go through life being a good person even as an atheist and still not sure. end up in hell sure i mean so, you know I mean, you know, just to clarify, like, I, I still don't, I'm still a non-believer. That's fine. You know, yeah. I just. Yeah, I'm not trying to sway it, you or anything. It I'm was, just, <laughs> it, it was a pain, like, it, it is like losing something, you know, it's definitely like losing something. Well, I mean, that's a cornerstone of who you are if you've and, grown up on it your entire life. You and it, it, it takes a while to shake back from it. But, you know, after that, it, it was really liberating. And for me today, it's it's liberating because my moral code is solely mine. You know what I mean? Well, like I, also, I know I, think, I know right and wrong. Uh, and I think there's also a certain aspect of control over your own life now. Yeah, because you're not definitely. leaving it in the hand of anyone else. Definitely. Um, and that's appealing to a lot of people. Yeah. It's also like Travis. Like that's I always notice that about him is. is he didn't like anybody telling him what to do. No, no, he didn't definitely. like following anybody's path, and and religion very much tells you what to right. do. So, right, uh, it, it didn't surprise me that he'd come to that conclusion, especially when you're logical, you know. Uh, right. So even even like you said, most smart people don't believe because it's just it's hard to believe something you can't prove. Right. It requ <laughs> it requires faith. Yeah. Well, you I know, mean, and that that's that's it, the in thing my experience. It. Faith is, is merely the step to the door, and once you open the door, it's a progression. It's just like leveling up on WoW. Like you, you have to put into it to get to that level where God comes to you or, or interacts in your life, or to understand when He's interacting in your life. Because I truly, you know, and this is I'm not trying to convince you. No, I'm no, not, I know, I'm not man. preaching. I know. I'm saying from my personal experience, <laughs> right, right. Um, people always think that God needs to be a miracle worker when it could literally just be something in your everyday life. It could literally right. just be a small nudge and a small direction. details. And you still yeah. don't have to go that way. You could still do whatever you want, but he's trying to push you in the best direction for you. And I think, you know, people don't understand that. So they're always looking for the miracle when it's really just the nudge, you know? I gotcha. Uh, but it, it's all good, man. Like, I, uh, <laughs> I'm convinced the... <laughs> I'm convinced the universe is Cosmic far more chaotic fun. and indifferent. <laughs> well, and sometimes that works re out good. Religion aside, the universe itself as a substance is most certainly chaotic and indifferent. Yeah. And it will be that way for forever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go ahead and take a break. Okay. And yeah, we'll sure. come back on cosmic indifference. All right, we're back for our uh, third and probably final segment because it's getting late and it's a work night for me. Yeah. Uh, Ricky's trying to enjoy his day as off. 
You're <laughs> off today and tomorrow? Uh, what day is it? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I'm off tonight and tomorrow yeah, night. And then you go back to the grind, huh? Yeah. Oh, this whole week was fucked up because of this weather. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. like I feel, I feel like it's the weekend. Yeah. Even though I still have tomorrow and like Friday to go to work, uh, being home extra days just kind of weirded everything out. So, but anyway, we were talking about cosmic indifference. <laughs> and, uh, you're talking about how you. It's a big to, part of my life now. Yeah. Oh, man, I laugh. <laughs> Every time y'all talk about it on the podcast, I I'm glad. I laugh. I'm glad somebody so, likes it. Oh, I love it. Like, <laughs> and when y'all are like, yeah, we, we, we need to we need to slow down the cosmic humor. I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You just every episode should have it. We just in some context. We just don't want it to get old. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah you so we want to kind of like dial it in mm-hmm. and then bring it back hard and then dial it in. You know? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, but nah, bro. But we have trouble because no, now we look and we see it everywhere. Every, every, <laughs> everywhere. It's like the number 23, bro. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> Man, I remember uh, one time I was fucking with Travis. Travis is a huge Modest Mouse fan, you know? Yeah. And uh, this was back in the Shagging Wagon days. And um, I don't know if we were traveling. We were traveling somewhere. It might have been to a concert in Houston. I don't remember. We were listening to like some Modest Mouse albums, and uh, I was like, "Man, every single one of these songs is sexual." I remember that I was there, yeah, yeah, because I remember being like doing the cockroach, yeah, yeah, or like uh, the ocean breeze, salty, breeze salty, because there's a bunch of semen in it, and like as every time you play a song, I make it, I make it like sexual and dirty. Yeah. And Travis was like, stop, stop, you're going to ruin this for me. <laughs> I, was just, I was dying laughing because I was like, I can make everything about sex. <laughs> everything. Uh, but it's the same with Cosmic, man. Like, yeah, yeah, you can shoehorn it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter because well, at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. When you really think about it, you know, like the fear of the unknown. Well, that's a basic primal fear. And well, that's that's... I also feel like we have an evolutionary need to to leave an imprint. Yeah. On to to be relevant to right. To, totally, you know, it's it's in our um, DNA. You know, religion is a, is a scapegoat for that because there's life after death. You know, suppose you know that's what you want to believe. Right. Whereas you know, someone who doesn't have faith is just like, well, this is all we have, and then we're right. nothing. Enjoy it while you so, have it. <laughs> um, yeah, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think people just want to leave an imprint, man. And whether that's through kids or music or infamy, I mean, we talk about all these bands and talk about Miles Mouse or Coco Bain, and I mean, I think they all were try, striving to to leave their mark on the world, and in many right. ways, a lot of them did. Uh, but it's a driving force, right? Behind. It's it's definitely it's definitely in our DNA, man. But which you makes know? the void so much more scarier, right? Because it's it's all for nothing. Because there it is, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, and, right. and, yeah. and yeah. you know you you know any anybody everyone has thought has had those thoughts like regardless of their faith or their beliefs, like. I, well, I don't what think, is this about? I don't think you can fully have faith in God if you don't question God's existence 
and if you don't cha- constantly challenge what you believe. Because, like I said, like I grew up Catholic, but when I moved to Montana, it was I'd go to like they sent me to a Catholic school or a Catholic church, and I do CCD masses, you know, yeah. catechism, and uh, I didn't like it, so I went to this other church, and it was more of a, a Christian church, right? Not quite Baptist, but just like non-denominational, and that was way more enjoyable. Totally. And then it just kind of <laughs> snowballed from there. There was like personal family experiences, um, higher understanding of, of the spiritual, closer encounters with the spiritual. Um, then later on in my life, there was like direct intervention in my life with, with God. Um, and I mean, since I, I've been blessed because since I was a very young kid, I never had any doubt in my mind that God existed. I mean, when you experience God firsthand existing, you can't really question it. And like I've had people say, oh, well, it's a figment of your imagination or I'll try to find any way to dismiss, you know. Um, I'm not going to try to dismiss it for no, you. No, I, well, <laughs> it's my experience. Yeah. Know? I'm respectful. Your you, experience you believe, is what it is. If you man. don't believe, that's fine. It's yeah. just be like, and I think that's, at the end of the day, that's all anyone should be is, re- is respectful. Right. I, I respect the fact that you don't believe. That's fine. I don't right. have an issue with that. I'm not a priest. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm not even trying to convince you. I'm saying my personal experience is different from yours. We're all just different steps. And, like, I'm someone who believes in, um, like, human-to-human reincarnation. You have more than one life. And the whole point is to grow spiritually to earn your your way into heaven but by the time you earn your way into heaven earthly matters don't matter anymore like because you're so close to god and uh they call it ascension so basically they call you an ascended master if you make it that far and at that point you're you're akin to just a being that wants to just help and can like you know you care about people yeah and that's and you help them you know spiritually so like maybe you're on a a different path than I am. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm lucky to have had the experiences that I have, but you haven't had those experiences. Maybe one day you will. No. Maybe in another <laughs> life you will. I don't know. Yeah, who you knows, know. man? Who knows? The point the world is, is uh, just be a good person. That's I think that's all Yeah. That's all I can ask for. Yeah, be a I good mean, person. And when if I go to heaven or if I if I talk to the big guy, I'm like, look, that dude's a good person, you better let him in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like, you know, I think everybody knows what's right and what's wrong. And if you don't, then maybe you need medication, you know, like if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. And in that instance, hopefully you get the help you need. I, I don't know. But it's... I think most people know that there's certain things you just don't do, you know. For the most part, you're you're right. Um, whether or not that's grounded in, in religion, I, I don't know. Um, it's so hard to say because if you were taught the Ten Commandments or whatever, and right. and even if you're an atheist, you still believe in those like nine out of the Ten Commandments. Let's say the only other, the only two you don't listen to is like you know observe Sunday, the holy day, and there's no other gods besides right, for the me. gods. Still, okay, yeah. but besides for those two, like you still agree that people shouldn't murder people like right. you shouldn't steal shit from steal, people you shouldn't be lie. a jealous bitch and that's, that's what I'm saying. so like yeah it's so ingrained in our culture and society it's hard to say that right that you're 100 percent 
would have all of those morals without it. Right. But I think you can. I'm I not still, saying you I can. still think that, like, let's let's just say hypothetically, because I do think that re religious spiritual ideas were important in our evolutionary path. Mm -hmm. I still believe that if none of our ancestors ever came up with this idea, these ideas, that eventually we would have been like, oh, maybe we should stop smashing each other's heads and... And, you know, sort of well, start unifying so, in some kind of way. Like, like the Bible's outdated, right? It's, it's sure. thousands of years of outdated. But at the time, it was the most relevant book to live by because it taught you all the ways to survive and thrive and be a right. good person in that culture and society. The problem is that, that culture and society isn't the same as it is today's. Now, supposedly the argument is, is Jesus left the faith to the Catholic Church. They are the custodians of Christianity or of Jesus's path, right? So it's their job to update the Bible or to <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> I, the, the first thing I always tell people is, is man is not perfect and they are most certainly corruptible. Yeah. So <laughs> anytime that's the problem with anything. Once you once you put people in yeah. the mix. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I hundred percent agree. Yeah, but does that mean that the stories in the Bible can't teach you something? That can't show you wisdom? Sure, sure. I think everyone should read it, whether you agree, disagree, believe, don't believe. You should read it at least once. There's a lot of wisdom to be had. I can agree with that, you know. Um, and but there's also a lot of wisdom to be had in the Quran. Yeah, and, and that's you know, why I made a point to read it. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, at least once. I'm not. I'm not I've saying you should it. read it every day. I'm saying you know, every um, person on this earth should read it at least once, just to know what they're talking about. You know, if nothing else, then you you should at least know what you're disagreeing with. Yeah, for sure. Right. Okay. You know, instead of just being like, oh, mm -hmm. exactly. I don't agree with this, yeah. but I've never read it. No. Yeah. You know, that makes you that makes yeah. you sound kind of like an yeah. ass. All right. Not if you've never read it, but if you don't know anything about it. Well, that, you know. Yeah, you're, you're talking like you're using someone else's arguments and you don't even know what they right. were really arguing about. Um, I feel like that's a big problem in our society well, is just. And, it, and it's gotten worse with the internet culture. It's just the way people almost vicariously subjugate each other, mm -hmm. like try to subjugate each other, like. It's like, oh, I read these opinions here, so now they're now they're it's, my ideas. It's a it's a pride thing too, though. It's always a because look, no matter how civilized we are, it's always gonna be a rat race. Yeah, we're all trying to be better, and some people assume that better means being better than each other, as far instead of just being better than what you were yesterday. Right. Um, and I mean that's. Like that's the shit. That's part of my my religious philosophy. Is this every day I try to be better, and some days I'm not, and it's okay because I'm not perfect, and I'm human, and I have I have a right to to understand, you know, make mistakes. Everyone does, but it's understanding that I made those mistakes, and now I need to try to do better, and constantly try to do better. Yeah, and and most of the time it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I I have to catch my head. I lose my cool. Um, <laughs> I. I have a very bad habit of giving homeless people money. Yeah. Like all the time. Um, and even when I don't, I feel bad about it. And I'm just like, look, for whatever reason, I just didn't feel like doing it. I just have to accept it. 
maybe the next person I'll give more or something like that. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's stuff like that. It's random acts. I, I, I definitely believe in random acts of kindness. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, it's not even for me to feel gratification. Uh, and, it's just and, and to be smart. a good person. Well, <laughs> it's a little different, a little different for me, but, mm-hmm. but smart acts of kindness, you yeah. know, like, like when, when the, when the crackheads come, you see, I take my breaks at work in my truck. Yeah. And I do the crackheads come in the parking lot, bro, and they knock on windows. Mm-hmm. Dude, no, I'm not. I'm not giving you five no, bucks. I do not want a blowjob for five dollars. <laughs> right, like, dude, I'm not giving you money to go buy crack. Like, yeah, if you want. Well, that's that's different. You um, know, like if you want, I'll totally get you a bag of chips. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that before. Uh, we uh, have bread out the wazoo. I'll give you a whole motherfucking I loaf. One I'll time. get you bagels. I'll yeah. get you biscuits. I'll get you all that stupid yep. shit that we have in the shipping department. Yeah. Like, dude, like I'm not, I'm not giving you money and, and to go buy that's, crack. That's Sorry. fine. Um, <laughs> I remember there was one guy. My wife wanted Chinese food, and I think we were just dating at the time. And she she ordered it and she paid for it. I don't I don't really like Chinese food, so it was to go. She just wanted to go pick it up. Oh, I love Chinese so, food. And uh, it was the Chinese place right next to the Walmart on Ambassador in Lafayette. Okay. I don't know if it's called the Great Wall or I I don't know. It's it's not a bad place. Um, yeah. So she wanted to go get her to go order. So I was like standing around waiting, and there's a guy by the door just asking for change. And, like, you could tell he'd been painting. Like, he had paint all over his shirt and his pants. Yeah. You know, he smoked a cigarette, his skin, his foot, and he asked for change. I have no money on me. I didn't have, like, those were in my broke college days. Right. So, I told him, I was like, look, I don't have any money. I was like, but if you're hungry, I was like, I got my debit card. I'll pay for you to have the buffet and a couple of drinks. Because they charge per drink, you know. Of course, yeah. So he's like, yeah, 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 because he was just trying to get enough to get a to-go box, and like he even said, he's like, I'm, I just, he's like, I got work, I need, you know, I need some food so I can keep trying to work. Like, All right, I got you. But sure enough, came inside and like I overdrafted my debit card. I had like five dollars on it. I was like, fuck it. Sure enough, fucking, it's like a thirty-something dollar charge. Right. <laughs> yeah, I paid for it later, but like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, right. The dude was hungry. He was obviously trying to work and, right. and get himself to a better place. So I said, look, come inside. I told the lady, I was like, look, this guy, buffet and two drinks. Charge for it. Charge before right now. And she did. She kind of looked at me funny. I was like, let him go. Sure enough, he went stacking some plates. He sat down. He's like, look, I appreciate it. I was like, look, no problem, man. Yeah, yeah, you know? And sometimes people just need a little a little extra. Um, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with helping somebody. Yeah. But, and you and know, if I have the opportunity. Like I said, me food, just giving me just giving money to. I've, I've you know that given, ain't helping anybody. <laughs> I've given money. Um, I have too, but it's usually not a lot. If I do, if, if yeah. they're just random. Now, right. like, but but like like you said, like I will always give the offer to buy food for them first. Right. Because if you're hungry, I'll feed you. I, I much prefer to feed you. Right. Just give you cash. Because if I'm gonna give you cash, it's gonna be like two dollars. Because I don't I don't really keep a whole lot of cash on me to begin with. Nor do I. So it's like it, whatever's in my wallet, it's like maybe two dollars. Or I can feed you. I'll, I'll spend twenty dollars feeding you. You know. Right. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. You know. It's that's what I'm saying. So, um, I don't know. It's. I think I had this discussion in like another episode. Like I feel. I feel like at the end of the day, 
whatever helps you get through the next day. I don't want it to be heroin or crack or anything, but like if you go buy a pint with the twenty bucks I gave you, yeah. I'm not gonna really be mad about that. Do I want you to do it? No. But I don't know what you're dealing with. Right. And look, there's some days I just need a beer. I just need a beer to, for my mental health. Yeah. And if you need a pint of whiskey for your mental health, well, hey, <laughs> all right. You know, now the, the crack and the heroin, please know, yeah. like those are just destructive. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You know, <laughs> it's not. I don't want you to do that shit. Totally. Not, yeah. I cool, mean, that's. Man. Um. Yeah. But, yeah. So I mean, uh, I think people have inherent morality. But I think situations can definitely change that. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Like I don't, I don't agree with killing people, but I don't have an issue with the death penalty for some people. Uh, uh, a lot of people are against it. My wife's not for the like she's against the death penalty. I I don't I don't I just don't like the government doing it. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather me and you get together fair. and go do it. That's fair. Um, my thing is so. I believe that there are some people that have no more social value where all they're going to bring is pain to, the, to our society, even in prison. And, and we've, we've come across a prison. I mean, not, I, I think prison's kind of a waste of time anyway. Um, as it is right now, yes. Absolutely. Um, you know, like, like, why should the taxpayer have to house – yeah, a bunch of rapists but, and child molesters and murderers. Well, and hear me out. This is this is my idea. Go ahead. So we find a nice big island. Mm-hmm. Okay. We bring them there. Okay. Now this is this is and I, I this is a fleshed out idea called Scumbag Island that I came ba- up with. So basically Australia, because that's that's what Australia was. Right, right, but on a smaller scale. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and this is only for proven violent and sexual you. sexual yeah, yeah, offenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this if we're, isn't. If we're for, not sure. We're not going to put you there. This isn't for the guy smoking crack yeah. or selling yeah, weed. Yeah. Well, like drugs you know, need to be decriminalized. I agree, uh. but this isn't. This isn't for the tax evasion yeah, or none yeah, of that yeah, stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. shit either. No, you're talking about the heinous, the most these heinous are, of heinous crimes. Right. These are for heinous individuals. So. You know, Scumbag Island is a nice island that's too far away to swim anywhere. Uh, ideally, it would be in shark-infested water. And all you would need is, like, one team of, like, military drone people mm-hmm. to just kind of, like, fly drones around with cameras and just watch them. And they could just go over there and just... They could just, like, kill and molest each other all they fucking want. <laughs> and you know what? We could even make a thing of it, like Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like we could well, make they, some they, money they off of this. a movie kind of like that, though, right? Oh, like, like sure. Death Games or something? Like, I forget what it was called. Oh, sure, man. There, there, was, a, there was a movie kind of like that. Um, but, like, we could be like, ooh, I like, I'm going to call him Snowball. I want to send him a shiv. Ooh. You know, so you could like like send him a shiv, yeah. like, and he'd be like, "Oh shit, now I got a shiv." Yeah. Big Larry's not raping me no more, and then like you'd yeah. go stab Big Larry, and, <laughs> and then Big Ramon would I, uh... would would kill him anyway and eat him or whatever. You know, I just imagine, I imagine this big crazy chaos that I think that would be so horrible but very entertaining. 
prison shouldn't be just about punishment. It should be about rehabilitation, rehabilitation right? Yeah, definitely. And we can agree with that. Um, but I don't think that everybody deserves rehabilitation. I think there's people that are just too far and gone. Right. And, and first off, I, I I agree with you. I need concrete evidence right. that they're, they're too far gone. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll put it this way. If if you are – If a, there's a shout of a if, doubt, then if no. You, if you are a child rapist murderer – Right. Then I'm going to go to Lowe's and I can buy a 10 foot section of rope for like a couple of dollars. Right. And I can reuse that rope over and over again and I will hang all those motherfuckers. And I, look, I. True. I, do I believe that there's rehabilitation for almost everyone? Yes. Even molesters. You know, but and, the and, problem and it's, is and it, it's such a heinous thing. It, it is a medical issue like a mental health issue and you know what man i think i think those people need help yes and if they can't be helped then i think they need to be made not a danger yeah to society yeah whether that be medical not medical damn uh chemical castration yeah. i was about to say damn i'm on some nazi shit <laughs> uh chemical castration you know like it's, like something it's such a hard thing because I, I have i have two young kids and but yeah i mean that's that's a like, heinous crime I, I would go to prison in a heartbeat if i found somebody molesting my children of like, course they like that person would disappear and i would gladly go to jail to do that yeah and and it's so hard to separate myself from those raw emotions Totally. And and I, I get that. But at the same time, I think probably the reason that a lot of people, well, a lot of those people with those problems, you know, like, yeah, because, you know, they, they don't just wake up one day. And say, oh, I just I just want to well, do no, it. It's something that 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 builds up. It, it starts out small and it gets progressively worse. Right. And it, most of the time, some of them like most some of, of them, them repress. Work. Some of them repress up until the point where it literally drives them insane. And and most of them were were victims themselves. That's the other problem. It's it's and and I think that that's what sucks. About I think it, that is, part of the issue is that. You know, they're kind of like the last group of people that you're allowed to just up and say, kill them, kill them all. And I think that probably has something to do with the fact that they don't turn themselves like people. They, they're scared to say, hey, I have these problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's I think that has something to do with it. It's so hard. Um Whereas, you know, if, if you can get these hard, people to help. Yeah, it's hard to separate the line between, well, if they've never done anything, but they just having those thoughts. Right. And, and that's, and that's, that's ideally, that's and the even, ideal situation. Then, I, can, I can understand that. Like, right. I'm not like, angry at them. They understand that what they, they're doing is wrong. Right. What they're thinking is wrong. And they want they don't want to do anything. So they want help. Stop it. That's help. That's em. fine. Help. Em, yeah. By all means. And, and I'm, I'm 100% right. okay with that. Because if, if you can do that, that's great. But like you said. But just repeat offenders. No. And scumbags. Even just one. It's yeah. like, man, I'm sorry, but how did how did you accidentally rape a five-year-old? Right. And how am I supposed to ever trust you again to not do that? Especially when statistics show that they end up being, most of the time, it's going to be repeat offenders. Right. Um, it, it it's chemical castration, man. It's the only it other sucks. thing. I mean, but, 
but like I said, like if I'm a parent of that kid, you're you're dead. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to kill anybody, but I would fucking like. It had no choice. I don't think I could. I don't think I could control myself. I wouldn't want. I would. And here's the problem. I believe in justice, and I would want that person to go to court and have you know, and justice be carried out that way. But I don't think I could control my overall rage if yeah. I would come across that. Right. For anybody. I mean, that's that evolutionary protectoral, you know, that's my kid. And instinct. But the problem is, is that act, that specific that's offspring, act, man. more than murder, more than anything else, that specific act fucks kids up so much. It it makes them for the it, rest of their lives. It make it either makes them victims or it makes them. That's what I'm saying. Molesters. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? That's the like, problem. like it's it's not it's not like a one time act that you can get like. People can get over it, but it messes them up for the rest of yeah. their lives. And how do you forgive that? How do you forgive messing a child up for right. the rest of their life? You don't. I mean, I don't think you can, I, bro. How? I try. Look, I'm religious. I tr- God's yeah. all about forgiveness. I try so hard. I struggle. These are the things I struggle with yeah. on my path is how, how if God can forgive them, how the fuck do I do it? Because I honestly can't. My mom and I... I, I my mom was a victim. Okay. Yeah. And uh, once I was old enough, well, I say once I was old enough, when I got older, like, you know, I had, she had told me about it and told me who it was and stuff. And, like, you know, she's like, but I've, I've forgiven him for what he did. And I'm like, I never understood it. I never, uh, never understood it. It was her way of coping, maybe. Um, like how? I, I've how? had, I've had girlfriends in the past. Not my wife, uh, but I've had a couple, and they told me, and they told me they knew who it was, but they would not tell me who it was. Yeah. And that probably saved that person's fucking face at, at the very least, because I was gonna go and kick the shit out of them. Yeah. Like I, there was no question. Like I. It was something that I hounded her for, one of them, for days. And she's like, I'm not going to tell you. She's like, it's, it's going to be trouble. And and at the time, I was young and angry. And someone I cared about got hurt right. in, in one of the worst ways possible. And um, what I didn't understand was is she wasn't ready for that all that to happen. You know, because at the end of the day, you need to respect with how the woman feels. Absolutely. Because it, they're the ones that... Because it's their feel. problem, it's not the, yours. Well... You know what I mean? It, like, it can but, be yours, but the point is, is if they don't want you to... Right. You, you need to respect their wishes. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it yeah, happened yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, not not um, to you. And Unless it did happen to you, and, and then, and then I'm sorry. I was so angry at the <laughs> time, I didn't, I didn't understand that. Right. Uh, so I let it go eventually, because she wasn't going to tell me. Um, but that's how I, I felt. Like... And it's so rough because in today's age, you know, men are treated like dogs when it comes to sex. Like, we're, we're just animals, essentially. We're, we're rapists waiting to happen. And I'm just like, you don't. We're all animals, Trevor. <laughs> we're all I dumb mean, animals. <laughs> you're right. but at the, <laughs> We're all at, dumb, at the, pointless the time, animals. The, the point is, is like, like, you don't understand how quickly I would go to jail if some random woman came up to me on the street and was like, this guy just raped me. I'd be right. fucking shit out of him. And, like, everyone, I, all the guys I grew up with were kind of of the same mentality. Right. So, 
I'm just like, man. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's a heinous act with... And even then, maybe one of them is 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 a predator, uh, and they're just hiding it. I don't I don't know. It's it's terrible. I've had family members this happen too, and, and it, yeah, it's a lot of counseling, and a lot of a lot of shit, and you know they were fucked up for a long time because of it. Um, it's just terrible. It's just and then like like I said, like how do you reconcile ever forgiving something like that? Like I can't. Like I, I can reconcile a noose around their neck because that's how I feel about it, but. That's not how I should feel about it, you know. Um, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> you know, it's you easy. see my faces I'm making. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, I, don't, I don't know. Like it, it's it would be so easy. I, I'm I'm you know? way more comfortable with the idea of mob justice in this instance than I am with the state. <laughs> well, it's hard to trust the state. But I'm a, um, I'm a libertarian, so you know. I, well, I, I have I have libertarian leanings for sure. Yeah. Um, well, you know, no one's a real libertarian. That's the uh, inside joke of the party. <laughs> yeah. That's all we do is get together on the internet and tell each other how you're not a real libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's a real libertarian. Yeah. I don't know. I, b- I believe in the hierarchy, but I believe you should try as hard as you can to leave me the fuck alone, and I'll do the same for you. Yeah. And and the only exception to that is when you start hurting or messing with other people. And then that's when right. the government should step When in. someone's human rights or yes. citizen rights are yes. being violated, yes. I and believe then, that's when the government should step in. By all means, then they should they right. should put an end to that shit. Um, and I'm not against social nets or helping people. Like, I, I, I've said it on the podcast before, but like, but I don't want anybody to suffer. I don't want anybody to not be able to afford their medication. Like absolutely, it, I, I most certainly do care about those people. Right. But my concern is, is in the process of trying to help those people, we end up hurting everyone instead. Everyone, exactly. And that's that's where it's hard to reconcile because it's just like, look, I want to help them, but you need to come up with a good way to do that. I mean, just the money that we spend on stupid shit in this country is ridiculous. Oh, for sure. You know. Um, but I mean, it's, it's just how this country was built, man. Yeah. Um, it's the, the, the capitalist agenda, but I mean, th- this country harvests his greed and uses it as a means to make life better for everyone. And it, it, it is like, I mean, look, I, I tell people all the time, like America is most certainly not perfect in any way. We have our problems, but there's a reason that it's like, I forget how many, it's like half a million people every year try to immigrate here. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like all these people from all these right. other countries. And then, like, like those memes where it shows the people like, crawling under the razor yeah. wire. And it's like, no one no one does this to get away yeah. from capitalism, guys, yeah. just in case you're wondering. Oh, no. like, <laughs> even our, our, our meanest homeless people on the streets have it better than most people in third world countries. Like, that just tells you the quality of life we have. It's just on the next level. Um, you know, uh, so it's just appreciate what you have, I guess. I mean, it's not that we can't strive for better because we, we certainly can and we should. We should always strive for better. Um, but we do need to appreciate what we have also. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, unless, you know, unless you really start to think about it and, you know, you, you ask yourself, you ask yourself, like, what, how much of it matters? And that's, it's a, 
that in of itself is a complicated subject. Well, here's the way I see it. Because you know I, what? Like, like, things matter to you. You have to compartmentalize to stay sane. Things it's, matter to yeah, me. Yeah. You know? All I'm saying is, okay, so like, I watch videos of, of people from North Korea or China um, and some terrible things are happening to them. Right. And if I had this little button that allowed me to stop those terrible things, I would press it in a heartbeat because I care about them and I want to help them. But I have to compartmentalize it because I understand that there's nothing I can do to change it. Right. And I think everybody has to understand what they're capable of changing, what they're not capable of changing, and then pursue the things that they can change for the better. Because I can sit here and care about other countries all day. I can't do anything about it. So why why waste all that time worrying on something I can't control? Which is Definitely. which is my bigger point. If you can't control it, stop stop feeding it anxiety, stop feeding it worry. You can't control it. Right. So do what you can. Prepare yourself the best way you can to, to do whatever you have to do to optimize the situation and then go about your life and live your life. Um, find what's important to you and pursue that. Whether that's family, friends, a music career, whatever. Right. Because um, you can't care about everything. No, no, you can't. And if you try to care about everything, you're gonna go insane. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just being yeah. honest. Like, but I, I have a big heart. I care about way more than I should. Yeah. And I've had to, to, to rein it back and say I can't control that, and it saddens me, but I can't dwell on it because if I do all I'll ever be is depressed and I can't I can't live my life being depressed same here man so I'm I mean I'm very much an optimist uh, I'm, I not, try I'm to, not sure what I've never really well, thought about I it I don't know I, I'm an optimist I try to find I always find the good in everything and does that mean I don't acknowledge the bad no, it doesn't mean that it means if I meet you, I'm going to try to find out your good qualities first. And if you pr- prove me wrong later, right. you're going to be an asshole. Well, hey, I didn't lose anything really. You know, yeah. I learned something and I'll, I'll move on. I um, guess I am too because that's generally what I do with people. I, 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 tend, yeah. I, tend, I tend to be to naively, I would say, actually um, expect the best out of everybody. You should. You know? I mean, you should. I'm you're going to get disappointed, but of course I try to be the best that I can. I don't, I'm not going to say I'm not lazy because I mean, I have my moments like everyone else, but I'm super lazy. I try, <laughs> I try to be my best with other people. Right. You know, I try not to shortchange them. I try to do what's right. Um, in my pursuit of being a good person, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to be the person that you're going to sit there and say he ain't worth a fuck. I, I refuse. I can't handle like call it pride, call it whatever you want. Like I'm not gonna be the person that you talk shit about like that. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, uh, the things people say they don't matter. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But it's just a, it's a it's a whole it's I don't know if it's it's honor. about how you feel know. about you. You have to hold yourself accountable, right? And be honorable with, with your actions. I guess right. is, the, is the way to, to say it. To me, that's the whole thing about honor, the concept of honor, and it, it it's really about how you feel about you, you know. Or and that's that's important. 
you know. Or not giving value to random people and what they say. Sure. Now, I care about what my wife thinks about me. Of course. She's my wife. She's my life. She's my other half. Like, if she doesn't like me, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) The same with my kids or even with my close friends. Right, right. Yeah, I'll care about what you think, but you've earned the right to be there. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. That's the point. Some random person on the street or even someone I work with, fuck. I don't give right. a shit about them. <laughs> like, don't don't put so much value in what they say. Um, you know, it's kind of like, like I don't have I don't have anything wrong with trans people in general, but like the whole gender pronoun thing. Like, do you really give a shit what some random stranger calls you? <laughs> like, if it hurts your feelings that much, you need to reevaluate how you value random strangers. I agree with that, and my whole thing and, is and, like, and on the other side, I think. If I come across a trans person and they say, hey, I'm not going to call them gender pronouns, but give me your name. Right. I don't care what you look like. If you tell me to call you Bob, Joe, Jolene, I don't give a fuck. I will call you by your name. Right. The, the pronouns, leave that at the door. I can't I can't learn all that. Like, I'm not going to call you something that's a plural word, like a they. Right. It's not going <laughs> to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's re- I, I took grammar classes in, in grade school. <laughs> And I know what they mean. <laughs> right. Like my thing is like I'll take it a step further. Like I can like if you tell me what to call you, I have no problem calling that's what I'm you saying. that. Yeah. Whether it be they, Bob, them, mm-hmm. cell phone, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. curtains, gonna, clock, but, happy birthday. I'm gonna try but to don't be, be fucking mad at me yeah, for not being yeah. able to read your goddamn mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not just gonna right. be be like, like, oh, hello, hey. fellow human being. Yeah. Oh no! Every time me I meet somebody, I'm a, I'm a dimmy pan unicorn. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and and you think I'm making that up? I've come across that, and That's I'm just so crazy. Going like, look, man, woman, whatever, you, like, whatever you want to <laughs> be. Okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. I believe in personal freedom. You totally. be whatever you want to be. Just give me a name. Right. I want to be respectful to you without. You know, completely just throwing away who I am. And sure, I'm not doing the pronouns thing. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> doing it. Like, I'm sorry. I will call you by your name. Right. Will, everything I say will have your name in it. Like, no problem. You want to dress like a chick when you're a dude? Whatever. I don't. Right. I don't care. Like that. That's fine. I think it's kind of crazy, but it's fine. You know, so, I have nothing against somebody wanting. You know. I think wanting to be I don't, I don't mind the, being what they want the, to be the dressing up it's it's so much the cutting off of parts <sighs> that that's, to me that to me that's a that's little, a little too great. far man because you know you could say like like well what about like uh, someone born as a hermaphrodite well what are they okay are well, they supposed to stay that no I'm not well, I'm not saying that but that's different that's a medical condition and you're comparing that to someone who has so so hermaphrodites derive from the female chromosome right so they're they're basically a genetic offset of the female chromosomes right so they are always going to be female they're just an aberration of female so technically that you could say they're just female they're hermaphroditic but they're female uh my point is is when you don't have any chromosome defects right and you're biological defects you're in a biological body but well, I mean, all bodies are biological. You're in a male body, but you feel like a yeah, woman. Yeah. 
I don't. I mean, dude, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think I should have to pay for it. Are you cutting your dick off? Like, come on, man. I mean, you know, do it. Do it. I don't care I if don't you do it. It don't it, matter. Man. That's crazy. But, but I don't. I shouldn't have to pay for it. Well, no one should have to pay for it. Uh, you know which, what I'm saying? Like, I think most of the time they're not like. The only time you paying for it ever can, comes up is like the military. And that's one thing, like, yeah, the military shouldn't have to pay for your, your no. sexual reassignment. Like, if that's something I you don't want, think so. you need to carry that yourself. Right. I, I, I just, I don't see how it's anyone's responsibility, but you're... It's, it's not. You know, it's not. and I, I mean, you know, agree to disagree on the morality of it or whatever, but, you know, I'm like, dude, be, be what you well, want to be, but... I, I'll, put it, I'll put it this way. If you're gonna go ahead and do the whole shebang of free healthcare, then you can throw that in there, because every if if everything's free already, then it might as well be free too, right? I'm just saying. Now, do I agree with all that? Eh, that's too convoluted for this late at night. Like, I want everyone, like I said, I want everyone to be able to get the, the care that they need to take care of themselves. Now, how we go about that? Maybe it doesn't have to be free. I, I don't. I don't know. Right. Um, I think. I think therein lies the key, and not about gender reassignment, but um, you know, I think if we capitalized medicine and medical procedures mm-hmm. more, then it would improve. I think I, everything would improve. I think you would see the costs go down. I think you would see the quality go up. Here's, here's, because here's, because that's what happens with everything here's, else. <laughs> here's the funny thing about America. When it comes to the medical field, we're one of the most innovative countries in the world. We don't have free health care. But the, the, the benefit of not having free health care is that you have these companies who are pushing the envelope on innovation to make money. And right. they're spending money to do that. Yeah, and I'm not about overpriced drugs at all. But what I'm saying is, is these companies are pouring billions of dollars into research that might not provide anything for them. Right. But when it does, it's beneficial to everyone, and we're seeing that. And and that's that's my point is, if we just got the fucking government out of it mm-hmm. and privatized it, dude. And that, and the funny thing is, is it would be like 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 America, LASIKs, like LASIK surgery. That's yeah. the most common example that I see. You know, it's like, oh shit. You know, ten years ago I went and I got each eye done for five thousand dollars. Well, guess what? It don't cost that anymore, and it's better. Yeah. You know, because over time, people develop these techniques. The companies that that needed to mm-hmm. rose to the top. Yep. And the ones that didn't need to yep. sank right. to the bottom. Well, and and that's that's the general that's how that's how capitalism is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Like we said before, once you enter once you introduce a human element, anything gets all screwy. Well, but you the know The problem is we America probably hasn't been a true capitalist country true capitalist in a, in hundred years, probably more. Probably, because yeah. of government intervention, um, Federal Reserve, yeah, all kind of, of stuff. There's a bunch of shit. I mean, yeah. I'm not against the government making sure people do the right thing, even on a corporate scale. 
But sure, yeah. it's, it's when they're they get in bed with them and there's, there's that's those, the pro- those, human element those shady backroom deals and you're right. just like that's the human element. So you were a congress, <laughs> congressman <laughs> last year and you were the deciding vote on this one bill that benefits company A and then you retire the next year and now you're working for company A and that's not shady. Right, right. It's very shady. Travis and I were talking about this this concept as well, you know, like. Like, you know, shit, communism, bro, put it on paper. Sounds great. Sounds like a utopia. The problem is the people. <laughs> that's why That's why Marxism in general is just a complete failure. Communism yeah. and socialism. You can't have pure socialism. I've, I've told somebody this, and, um, you know, we, the right-leaning side of the political spectrum, tend to take anything even remotely social Right, and, right, and call it socialism, and right. and, I, and I get the whole democratic social aspect. Sure, pure socialism cannot exist. It does not work. Now you can take some bits and pieces from socialism, right. throw it into whatever you have, and it might work. It works for a lot of people in China, but they're not a true. They're not even true socialists yeah, anymore. China. They're not true communists either. They're the, they're just the China just has its own type of government. They just the do Chinese, what the fuck they yeah, want. The Chinese government just does whatever they want. They 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 own but most that's of the businesses. That's kind of like, what I like about them. They yeah, just well, do what they want. If they weren't <laughs> fuck so, it. They weren't so shitty. I mean, yeah, I agree. That's, that's the whole problem. Human it's, element. You know, it's the human element, and like that's. <laughs> Like, oh, I, look, you make me president, I'll be the best dictator this country ever had. Right. And then as soon as I go away, you're going to find someone who's worse. And that's the problem. Yeah. Is you could have one good person and you could have a string of five bad people. And any good that I might have done will get completely ruined or overturned by these assholes who just want the power. It's kind of cosmic if you think about it's it. It's extremely cosmic. <laughs> All cosmic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had to kind of take a step back from politics for that reason, because I, I just it really started feeling like a hopeless endeavor with the two party system the way it is. And well, I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm firmly against the two party system. I, know I think it, it needs to, if not be dissolved, it needs to be saturated with other parties. Um, you know, I feel you though on the pot the pot like. It's it's just too much, man. I uh, well, it's just too much. I've taken I've taken a step back. I sometimes I feel like really getting into it, and I'll I'll right. I'll have debates with people I know or whatever. Uh, or like I'm doing this the Building Bridges podcast, which is kind of political, but it's not nearly as bad as talking to some rando who who makes it their life ambition to be an asshole about politics. On right. Uh, People been buck wild lately, bro. <laughs> Fuck, they've been buck wild for years now. Yeah. I, uh, sometimes it's just, like you said, it's too much. It's too much. It I just becomes it. more and more of a reality TV show. Yeah, nobody likes that. I don't want to be done. Fuck all that. Man, I don't want that. Like, don't want it. <laughs> like, I'll. The way I feel about it is I if, if, if we deserve better, then it'll happen. If we don't. And whatever happens, happens. <laughs> it's the end times, bro. Maybe right? so. God's about to spine us all. It might it might be what we need, bro. It might be all we deserve. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I always <laughs> that's I, kind of my answer. I always look at the end times as just being 
not the end of everything, but just the end of what everything currently is and yeah. the beginning of something else. But that's the uh, the optimist in me. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the, the cosmic black hole right. of indifference. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty optimistic. You are. I think and, you are. And cosmic indifference has taught me to cherish the things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, because I, I understand. If there's nothing at the end of your road, then you want to make the best of the road, right? Right. That's pretty much like that's one of the, the qualities of, of losing religion um, is once you get past the mental destabilization of it. Right. Uh, kind of like what we're talking about with like, you know, you told Travis and. Yeah, yeah, he, he um, felt he, he kind of sad, right? It made him super sad. And Travis is like, well, I don't know. He used to be hardcore atheist to the point where he was an asshole about it, and now he's <laughs> more along the lines of, I respect you, right? I just don't believe, you know, kind of thing, right, uh, right. Or his thing is, is there might be some kind of greater power, but I don't believe we understand it, and I don't think it's that would be the closest that I could come, yeah, to it, you know. Well, I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the day, you could at least respect that there's some kind of universal system in place, even if it's just a purely scientific, like, mathematical chaos. Yes. Right. <laughs> these are the laws of the land, and even if you don't understand them, they still exist, kind of thing. Totally. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, it doesn't, I it doesn't definitely, have to be a divine spiritual being. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I remember, and I don't remember where he was at, but like I was, I was kind of high, and uh, me and Josh McClellan actually drove to his house, or not to his house, wherever he was staying at the time, and we were listening to um, "The Rat" by Dead Confederate, and like I don't know, like I had heard the song before, but it just hit me a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, man. And like he was bummed out. He was like, <laughs> he was like, no, Ricky. And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think I believe anymore. Yeah. You know, and it, it hurts, but I don't, but I'm optimistic. Like I was optimistic about it. Um, so yeah. If yeah. you haven't heard the rap by Dead Confederate, you should check that song out. It's a good song. Dead Confederate is kind of like Nirvana meets Pink Floyd, in my opinion. Bam. But with okay. like a with like a southern rock tinge to it. Mm-hmm. Really good. Especially their first album, uh, Wrecking Ball. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with Miley Cyrus' song. Right. Miley Cyrus totally Ball. stole it from him. She probably did. I, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think they actually wrote a wrecking ball like she did. No, I don't believe they did. Okay, no. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That might be more metal. Probably, yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has the density. Yeah. And sure. it's a giant ball of metal. I and mean. it and it literally is a ball of yep. metal. Yep. Yeah. I'd be willing to say it's more metal. Yeah, it is more metal. <laughs> Figuratively and physically. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> Watch any good movies lately? Um, let's see. Like I said, I did, I did Prometheus. 
Cosmic. And the next one, it was very, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> um, and then Cosmic's, Cosmic's my favorite. Conjuring 2, which was, uh, the storytelling, so good. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's shot well. Uh, just overall, I mean, I'd give it a 9 out of 10, probably. Damn, okay. That's how, I mean, I'm kind of partial to the Conjuring series, but, like, it's that good. Yeah. Just the storytelling and the twist that they have, um, the setting, everything. I mean, it's well done. Uh, it's like me with Phantasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, super partial. I literally made a note when I was trying to, because uh, I was trying to pre-make notes, because we will be covering the Phantasms. Okay. Well, yeah. we did we did the first one already on the I show. Gotcha. Uh, Surreal Giggles. That episode is about okay. Phantasm, my pick. Um, we will eventually cover. I probably heard it. We will uh, eventually cover the other movies, mm-hmm. but um, I preemptively did a started making notes for the last movie, Ravager, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I think I think the first note I have says I'm admittedly a little close to this one because Reggie Bannister probably could have took a shit. In Alfred Hitchcock's Fishbowl, and I'd still call it a nine out of ten. <laughs> Damn, Reggie Bannister being one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So I um I wa- I rewatched um the Perks of Being a Wallflower. I've never seen it. You need to watch it. Okay, it's it's a coming of age story, and um it follows. I, I just there's a book to it and it's more like a novel it's like a 130 something page novel and the novel's written as a series of letters kind of like a pen pile kind of thing to this random person and it's from this point of view of a, a high school kid who is extremely socially social awkward but he's very he's highly intelligent mm-hmm. which you learn later on because at first you even in the movie like you can't really tell but as the like as it progresses, you learn that like he's probably smarter. But he suffers from um, extreme anxiety, and he'll black out. Hmm. Um, and but so like he goes to this high school, and it's his freshman year, and his best friend committed suicide. And like, well, he doesn't show any major emotion. But, like, he sounds like someone who's just numb to everything. You yeah. know, like, just the way it's kind of portrayed is he's numb and he's trying to figure out how to just live because he doesn't know how to interact with people. Or, um, so, like, his first official friend is his English teacher who keeps giving him these books to read and, like, gives him side projects to write, like, write stories about. Uh, or write essays about the books that he reads and his teacher literally tells him like you need to learn how to be present you know with the people you're with there's something along those lines right and um eventually he meets uh like these random people one of them is emma watson okay the chick who plays Hermione mm-hmm. ranger the other one is oh, i can't remember his name i love him as an actor he in Batman vs Superman, he plays as the Flash. 
Okay, I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, which he's not very. I don't know. I don't know all of his his uh, discog discography or whatever. Right, right, right. All the movies he's been in, but I'll, he plays a, he plays like a gay kid in high school who just doesn't give a shit, and like they're heavy into like m music. I think you'll appreciate that aspect of it. A lot of it's a lot of music and, and stuff like that, and uh, it's him being like making friends with them. But they're all seniors, and he's a freshman, and uh, like him dating one of the people in there, it caused him a problem. Uh, him helping his gay friend, his gay friends in a relationship with like the star quarterback of the football team who is in the closet mm -hmm. and like them dealing with that. Um, and then later on, like, so it starts off, you think his trauma is based off of like, cause his aunt died when he, when he was like a, a little boy, like he was four or five. Right. And she died because like he, he always loved her because his birthday was like Christmas Eve or whatever, okay. and she would always get him two presents for his birthday and a present for Christmas. Well, apparently she left to go get him his second present for his birthday, and she got hit by a car. Oh. Killed. So you think that, like, his trauma is based on that, which some of it is. Right. But later on, you find out that, like, she was molesting him. Oh, God. And all all the blacking out that he'd have, because he takes, like, in, in the series of it, like, he, he tries weed, someone gives him LSD, and he has a bad trip, like... He blacks out for a long time, and then, damn, um, and then like he finds out through like processing and therapy, because at first he didn't know at all, and then he started having what he thought were dreams of it happening, and then he finally comes to the realization he's like, I think this is this actually happened. Wow! And um, it's it's a coming of age story. Sounds heavy as fuck, it's, man. It's heavy <laughs> and emotional. Yeah, and it's got the teen angst, and right. I think everyone should watch it. I mean, the book, the book was good. Um, I think it's a good highlight of what being young and in high school and just all of those things are, you know, right. you should check it out. It's good. Definitely. So, uh, and that's just something I rewatch every once in a while because it's such a good movie and not necessarily production value, but when was it made? What? Uh, the early... 2010s, maybe? Okay. Let me see. I can find out real quick. Um, yeah, speaking of production value, you should watch Phantasm. <laughs> I will. Let's see. 2012. It came out in 2012. I think the book was written in, like, the 90s. Okay. So, oh, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. So, like, these are the, the three. Like, Charlie. Okay, Char yeah. Charlie is the boy who's smart. Got you. Ezra's yeah, like the gay guy. I've seen these kids before. Yeah, yeah, you've seen all. I knew you've seen all of them. Right. Um, like Paul Rudd's in it. <laughs> nice. So, um, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, he's the teacher that gives him like the books and stuff. But it's very, it's a very good movie. It's a good book too. It's short. Is he also Neo? <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Um, anyway, uh. About time we wrap it up. Yeah, I know we're having having a blast, and we could always have a part two later on if you want. Sure. Um, you don't want to hear me talk about Phantasm anymore, man. <laughs> I mean, we have a whole episode <laughs> dedicated to Phantasm if you want. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just tired, and I gotta wake up in like I hear you. six hours. Got gotcha. you. So yeah, um, 
Go ahead and check the podcast. Check it out and let me know. I will. Um, yeah, um, this is Ricky from the Nightclub Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us anywhere um, with my co-hosts, Travis and Angel, also known as Gummy Mouth Travis and <laughs> Chicken Nugget Marsha. Um <laughs> We like we like dumb pointless names mm-hmm. on our show and uh, cosmic indifference. Cosmic so there you go. Indifference. Um, yeah, find us anywhere. Yep, they're on Facebook. They're on Spotify, Stitcher, all the those gram. other things. The gram. Um, slasher. slasher, slasher for you folks that yes. don't know slasher. Yes. Uh, other than that, check out. The Joe Blow Horror Show. We'll give them a shout again. Totally. Um, Building Bridges podcast on Twitch and YouTube. Well, I say it's a podcast. It's, it's kind of like a video. It's on Twitch and YouTube. Y'all look that up. Uh, naturally, check out this podcast that you're currently listening to. Yes. Check this one out. <laughs> Tell all your friends and family about us. Check it out. And then come and do an episode with me. Yeah. So, you know, I need, I need more. I always need more people. I need all the people. <laughs> I'll be so, glad. I'll be glad to be back on. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna get you back on. That's for sure. So. All right, everyone. Y'all have a good night, and we will have more episodes coming sooner or later. Embrace the darkness.